The Crash and Mars Podcast. For those of you who are heading back to work and you're thinking to yourself, man, um, everyone thinks my job is glamorous, but it really sucks. I've got a list for you guys of some of the most glamorized careers, but in reality are actually pretty horrible. That's what the way this list okay. is, Let's hear it. is worded. Uh, number one for jobs that seem glamorized, but are actually pretty crappy is a chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks awesome on TV. Yeah. But I bet you when you're in the grunt of it, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It's long hours. Yep. Not the greatest work environment at times. Nothing is ever good enough. Is every chef People. a smoker too? I picture the smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I picture them well, all smoking. Well, smoking out by the dumpster. Absolutely. They're always <laughs> out back. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, I messed up the souffle again. Right? <laughs> Aiden and I were actually talking about this last night. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. we were chopping vegetables. And oh, they're yeah. like, oh, chefs have to do this? This is garbage. <laughs> but yeah. chefs get to yell at people. Yeah, because they, all they do is chop vegetables all day. Yeah, they're angry. People and you, get, too. you get that cool chef's, what do they call it? A smock? What's the what's the chef's? Oh, the apron. Sh- yeah, but it's not like an apron. It's no, like it's a, the jacket. It's yeah, the chef's like jacket. jacket. Is that what it is? Oh, oh yeah. God. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With like the, the chef's open lapel. Coat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the coat. That looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. That is cool, but apparently it's not all that glamorous. Mm. Uh, number two, an attorney. Apparently it looks pretty glamorous, but at the end of the day, it's pretty horrible. I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's... No, it's it's hard It's hard work. It's long hours. Yeah, if you're like some uh, a boring lawyer. A lawyer? <laughs> a lawyer? <laughs> but if I'm... If I'm... <laughs> I need me a lawyer. <laughs> I'll find you one, Ging. Oh, no. Here oh, we no, go. Not no, oh. yeah, no, we're going to find no you No one knows this music crash. <laughs> no. You're the, only... the lawyers. No. <laughs> You know, most people think lawyer music, like maybe like a law and order. No, yeah. no. Crash goes right to Boston legal every single time. Wouldn't you want your lawyer rolling in the courtroom with this plane? Not really. I'd be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> He's like throwing you the guns. <laughs> How much an hour am I paying him? <laughs> we'll discuss price later. Don't worry. <laughs> He's guilty. Oh, wait. No, you're innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, lawyers spend the brunt of their time doing really crappy paperwork. That's mm-hmm. all they oh. do. Well, don't uh, don't lawyers have people to do their paperwork for them? No, I don't think so. Are they the clerks and stuff? Yeah, but I think when you're first starting out, it's a lot of paperwork. But if I'm some big city lawyer or something, uh, and I'm like a defense attorney, like yeah. defending the man's life. Yeah, you don't do paperwork. Yeah, you don't do paperwork. That's a cool job. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I'm an attorney. I couldn't agree more. Seems glamorous, but it's not glamorous at all. What kind of law are you practicing? Yeah, we need to know. That makes a difference. Do you, mm-hmm. what, what law do you think is super glamorous? Oh, it's criminal law. Criminal law? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you got going on over there? Well, uh, people are suggesting other music that your lawyer You can't play. get it, can you? Well, no, I, I got it. Uh, someone said uh, this one from Suits. I, I didn't watch Suits. Oh, no. The song. You? I used to watch Suits all the time. This is, how is this even comparable to Boston? Oh, do you guys Legal? like this better than Boston Legal? No. Yeah, uh, neither of them are lawyer songs, but this is much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is garbage. No, I'm sorry. That's okay, that give me, is give me not Boston good. Legal again. See, it starts off like, oh, here comes the lawyer. I see. Oh no, damn it! Oh, and then it's like, hey! oh, it's like a. Uh, Barry Zuckercorn from Arrested Development rolls in. That's what this music is. Henry yeah. Winkler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this music sounds like Fido Dido walks. Yeah, it does. But I don't know. Picture a lot of thumbs. A lot of thumbs. Oh, I want my lawyer to be like that. Because you wouldn't expect it. And you're like, who is this guy? He's a guy that gets it done. <laughs> is he though? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to see his this, law. This text <laughs> here says, lawyer life is not glamorous at all. The lawyer that I work for works a zillion hours, has no work-life balance. You have to love it. That's from mm. Tash in the Fort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Uh, number three on my list of jobs that seem glamorous but are not radio announcer. They say it looks like it's supposed to be glamorous. <laughs> And it is not. They say a lot of times you're underpaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second jobs are common. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And in some towns, your pizza delivery guy is also your favorite morning show host. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, smoke and mirrors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, but our faces are crying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Counting down the days. <laughs> that is true, though. When you work, when you first start out in some of your smaller markets, you get paid peanuts. Oh, it's garbage. Well, you, pay. Get, pa- you get paid in promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as years go on, that just disappears, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some places even make yeah. you buy the station gear, which is lame. Yeah, that'd be really dumb. Right? I don't That's know pricey. if I've ever had to buy it. No, no, but uh, remember, uh, we've had some people that uh, have come to work here. And places that they were working at before, they had to buy their they own gear. They had to buy their own We had to buy our own shirts. They offered to put the Iron On Now logo. Oh, you're right, but we had to buy the we clothing for it. We had to buy our own clothing. It. That's right. Yeah. Big old Now Radio, the <laughs> staff are buying their own shirts. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what just... happened to that shirt. I threw it in the garbage. I don't know what happened to mine. I think I spilled wine all over the front of it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get the stain out. Well, the excuse was, well, you never like the promo gear we buy, so that's, you go buy That's your what own. they said. Yes, that's right. And that was the, that was the beginning. Instead of, of just <laughs> buying good promo gear. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was their fix. They would buy garbage and fix, be like, yeah. well, you don't like it? Buy uh, yeah, your own. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, next on my list, veterinarian. Apparently, oh, that looks wow. like a glamorized job, and it's really tough. I don't think that looks like a glamorous job. Yeah, I don't no. think yeah, I didn't. constantly euthanizing dogs. Right? <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a fun day. Yeah. They say that it, dealing with uh, pet parents is horrendous. Most of the owners think that you're getting up to some, like, get-rich-quick scheme, when the reality is, is that it's just, mm-hmm. that's vet life. Mm-hmm. Uh, vets say that they also work very long hours. It's insanely competitive schooling, so it puts you in a lot of debt, and uh, and it's just tough. It's a tough gig. Well, it would be because uh, people aren't bringing their animals in to show off their animals. No, the animals are in distress, and so you're stressed out, and, and you got to deal with that. Absolutely, and not just, all animals are friendly enough for you to just grab them and. Oh, or people aren't friendly enough well, yeah, either. People can be terrible too. I just feel like there'd be a lot more losses than wins. Yeah. Right? Well, that's a bad vet. Like a, I bet. I bet. <laughs> well, I don't know. Animals it's not a bad vet. You're there because long. they're ill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You're there because they're sick. No, you, you bring Fluffy in to fix them. Yeah. Fluffy ain't dying. It's not Fluffy's time yet. Mm, and it's a weird thing because if the person doesn't want to, let's say the animal needs X number of dollars of life saving yeah. operations, and the person doesn't want to or can't pay yeah. X number of dollars, the choice is just to put the animal down, right? Yeah, it and is. then the vet because the vet can't the vet can't say no, don't. Yeah, so then the vet just uh, the, the vet's the executioner. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. No, that's tough. You Ew. can surrender your animal if you can afford to the Lord. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think uh, like you would just surrender it to a vet to the vet to the vet, and they have connections with the. Um, 
like the animal rescues in the oh, area. Okay. So they'll be like, hey, we got another one for you. Yeah, oh, that's always an option. We have another good. lab that needs $5,000 of surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Next on my list, flight attendant. Some of you might think that it's glamorous. You think that travel would be amazing, but they say that usually you're just working in a cramped aluminum tube with really grumpy, stressed out people. Well, I don't know. The ladies at the front of the plane there and the dudes sitting there eating their lunch, reading books, looks pretty good. You see a different flight attendant at your section of the plane than we get in the back. Oh, they know me by name. <laughs> <laughs> They're always happy up you there. Know, the menu card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had the warm towels, you know. The hot nuts. I love mm-hmm. hot nuts on I know a plane. You do. <laughs> All right. And the last one on my list uh, is an architect. Apparently, oh, there's, I would love to be. there's some glamorization of being an architect, and most people don't know that it's a lot of work. There's a lot of criticism, a lot of stress, a lot of late nights and a lot of work. Um, the gig looks pretty good according to my Architectural Digest magazine. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, there was a time too in like the 90s where every guy with a cool job it was an architect. Yeah, yeah you're right? right. Yeah, you got your plans under your yes, arm. always walking around with the Damn plans. Damn right, yeah. yeah. You stretch them out on the table and the sides are still sort of curled up and you got to do that move where you spread your hands wide to hold it down. Yeah. And you're like, all right, boys, mm-hmm. this is what we're developing. They also say that if you're involved in a big project, at the end of it, you can't please everyone and you're most likely to be insulted by the public over and over and over again. Wow, look at the wrath that the ar- architect that designed the new downtown library took. He's rightfully receiving. <laughs> It does. It's the bibliotech. Bibliotech. It is really bad. It's all the 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 facade of it is bad. And the inside is apparently amazing. amazing. But the choice of cladding on the side is garbage. Yeah, just the part all the tourists and stuff will see looks terrible. (laughs) Yeah, just like are the main part of our downtown. (laughs) You know, right. uh, Every downtown needs a tank. Apparently it does. <laughs> all right, this is kind of cool. We all know that uh, we do have a amber alert that comes up on our phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we all know what that alarm sounds like. If you if, I, if you think about it right now, can you hear that amber alert sound in your mind? Mm-hmm. Well, it may surprise you to know that some countries have alerts that are way way worse than the one that your phone sounds like. Oh. An Australian guy has been sharing TikTok videos rating emergency alert system alarms around the world. And some are pretty scary, and other ones are a little more gentle. Where does Canada land in the mix? Well, let's listen to a few of these here yeah. and have a listen. So in this first video, uh, this guy named Calvin looks at the emergency alert system sounds of the United States, Japan, Australia, and Israel. Okay, these aren't actual alerts right now. No, these are, well, you're this not going to recognize them. These are from other countries. Yeah, people so might freak out. Let's have a listen here. Rating okay. EAS alarms from different countries. This one's the USA. Oh, I've seen that on the US feeds. Oh, oh, what's that? Japan. Australia. Oh, oh I like that one. You broke into a bank. Israel. Oh, that is eerie. <laughs> that sent a shiver down my spine. Imagine sitting in a room and everyone's phone just starts. Yeah, that, that and that's what it would be. Ooh. Everyone's phones would sound like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That one's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, let me see if I've got part two here. Mm-hmm. So here's part two. So these are the emergency alert sounds. Uh, let's get just, just get to it. Here we go. EAS mm. alarms part two. Canada. That's, That's Canada. ours. Yeah. yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah, I don't like that. Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, Ooh. South Korea, Taiwan. 
Oh, that sounds like... This one's Norway. Bulgaria. Oof. Germany. Oh, I like this one. And that one's Mexico. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that Real wild? Sci-fi vibe to some of them. A little mm. bit, hey. Mm-hmm. And that dystopian, the Norway, and was it Israel? Yes, that one was Israel. Yeah. Yeah, the the Saudi Arabia one sounds like. Um, remember uh, weeks ago, I played you uh, the Winnipeg Kinsman Bingo. Oh, oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sound. It did sound exactly like that. Yeah. You're right. I think I got some of that. And enable to live. Let's see. Will work. I think to Let's see if we got this. a winner here. That is the winner's line that you're seeing on the screen right now. Two oh four nine. It's been Jackpot Bingo. Good night, everybody. No, not good night. We need a we need a win. We have made a twenty five thousand dollar donation to. Okay. No, I don't think we're getting it. No, I don't think we are either. Sorry, I've got another Kathy. one here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last one. So this one, let's see. Have a listen. Rating ES alarms part three. Netherlands. <laughs> Philippines. I don't like that tone. I don't either. China. Okay. Sweden. Russia, Ugh. Poland, yeah, like an old ice cream. That one's not bad. This one's Austria, Ugh. Spain. That's subtle. <laughs> oh my god! This one's India, <laughs> Ireland, yeah, and that's it. There, those are the ones that he reviewed. Wow, hmm. that was wild. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, we have probably the most annoying one. But it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be, It's yeah. supposed to be because it's supposed to get your attention straight away. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer annoying or the terrifying ones? I don't like those scary ones. I don't like the scary ones either. I don't like the ones that sound like um, like either haunted houses or like some sort of like a haunted, yeah. you know, ghost town. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that sound like a, like a, like a nuclear war. Yeah, yeah. If right? you were watching a movie, something terrible would be about to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Here's the uh, bingo. It is, I just I heard it in my headphone. It's identical. Okay, let's have a listen. It's identical. Did tickets online only. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, we have a winner. It's the exact winners. same sound. Oh, yeah, it was the exact same sound. It's that jailbreak siren. It yeah, is yeah, jailbreak yeah. siren, yeah. And that's the sign of a good time in Winnipeg, bad time in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, something's going down. That's for sure. Okay, this is something that you guys should absolutely not do um, unless you want to get slapped by your dentist. People on TikTok are claiming that you can get your teeth whiter if you scrub them with Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. No, no, no. Don't. (laughs) Imagine the texture, the feeling. Don't do this. Don't so don't do dumb. this. That would be terrible on your teeth. There's a woman who thinks fluoride is dumb, and she recently told people that she's been doing this for a while, and that's fine as long as you don't let it touch your gums, apparently. Oh. She says she hasn't asked her dentist about it, but she says her teeth always look great, so you know she's an expert. It must be fine. Now, here's where it's a little weird. A study in 2015 found that magic erasers can remove stains from your teeth. But people say this is not ever something that you should try. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one dentist talked about it on uh, talked about it on YouTube and said uh, that it's like scrubbing your teeth with really fine sandpaper. No, it would be. Oh, it I can't just, even say it. I, uh, uh, oh, they're doing it. 
So if your teeth look white, it's because you're stripping off all the enamel. Don't Ugh. do it. Do you need that enamel? You're gonna, yeah, you do. Why? Why wouldn't she just like get it? Get it done properly. Well, because she's you're looking for a cheap way to do it. Yeah. It's expensive to go in and get oh. it done at the dentist. Although, I've, yeah, I've never had my teeth whitened. And those white strips can be super expensive. Which is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many strips? Marzi will do the whitening strips. Yeah, I do do the whitening strips. How many strips, strips do you get in the box? Well, And I've, it's like 50 bucks. It is. Uh, you get um, 18, maybe? That's it? Yeah. I've switched to the whitening pen, mm. which I'm not sold on. Yeah, I don't know about those pens. Those uh, That's the one that you just leave on? Yeah, like I paint it on my teeth, and then I've got goop on my teeth, and then I walk around like this. Yeah, looks like she's got white out on her teeth. I care already has it got no it's clear. But it's just I don't know, I don't like walking around like this. You gotta take it off with something or no, it just dissolves. It's, it just it dissolves. soaks in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually brush my teeth afterwards, but if you go to a dentist and do like the whitening thing where they put that device in your mouth and blast like rays or whatever on it, like yeah. does that actually work like a one time deal? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll like it, it'll be noticeably whiter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't even imagine I can't I can't handle that sentence. Fine sandpaper on your teeth. No. Well, just the feeling of those magic erasers on your fingers. Yeah, on your fingers. You yeah. can feel. Yeah, yeah. That is not good. So, warning is out. Don't do this, okay? Mm. Do not do it. But don't it does ever work. do it. No, no. Well, don't know. <laughs> but do it does it. work. It's stripping something. <laughs> don't do it. It will remove the stains, but don't do it. Don't do but it. It definitely works. Uh, it, what's on those things? Formaldehyde. Oh. Formaldehyde? You know what? I used one to clean the oven the other day and? when we talked about it. Worked pretty good. Oh. They work for awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're magic erasers. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. Where were they our whole lives? I don't know. And yeah, you can, right. w- you, you can wipe uh, a wall and it doesn't rip the paint off, but it takes the dirt off. Did Mr. Clean like find this magic material in like some sort of uh, cave in Argentina? I, I know. know, right? Mm. It is awesome. You can also buy the magic eraser sheets. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, they those? have little sheets, like the wipes. Yeah, they have like a wipe, but it's a magic eraser wipe. You're all about yeah. the wipes. You wipe yeah. your ass with the, the wet wipes, wipes and uh, flush them. Yeah. Which yeah. You're not the toilet. To. Yeah, but now you can get a magic eraser wipe, clean, and then throw that in the toilet, too. Do you like flushing things? <laughs> oh. uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, I've been a dental assistant for 16 years. Home bleaching kits from the dental office is awesome. Just bring that home and do it. Mm. Uh, another text here says, Crash, you're talking about Zoom. My teeth were so sensitive the evening after, I didn't know if I could do it again. What's, oh, you, Crash is talking about the, uh, oh, yeah, the you pen. Put the, yeah, you put the light, that light. Oh, the light. Yeah, it's a light. I haven't tried that one. Uh, yeah, you put a, you like bite down on something and it puts like crazy yeah. lights mm. in your mouth and apparently it whitens your teeth. And someone said that hurt their teeth? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it caused very sensitive. I'll put a picture up, a before and after. I don't know if, I, I do your own research. I don't know if this is legit, like for the effects after one use. But this text here says that zoom works like a hot dam, but it hurts. My teeth were so sensitive after a zoom whitening that I nearly dropped to the floor in Home Depot. Oh. It felt like little lightning bolts were shocking each tooth at different times. Never oh my again. God. So potentially, what is this product? Crash? So potentially, this picture is legit. Well, occasionally at a dentist, like if you, you look at some brochures, it'll show like this okay. little device in in a mouth just lighting up. And it's like, oh, get your teeth whitened. I've oh, yeah, people are saying that they had that done and they couldn't even breathe. Their teeth were so sensitive. Oh, I do not like that. I can't even handle the the uh, crest white strips. That annihilates yeah, my teeth. Yeah, you don't like those. Oh, it hurts. I put it on and within like three minutes, I could feel like a like tingling sensation oh, and like, like zaps. Oh, I don't like that. And I rip it off and I'm like, ah, and I'm trying to rinse it off my uh, teeth. I do not like that. 
Someone also said that after their treatment at the dentist, their teeth were like fluorescent white. <laughs> Which I kind of want. It, it, it would be fun to rock like, like really teeth, white teeth. You got white teeth. I got really white teeth. teeth. But they're not like white. They're white. not like fluorescent white. Yeah, they're not like that whiteboard behind you. Yeah. Do you guys watch that show? Um, uh, Where's the one where they, they all go on the island and then Too they, Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle? Oh, they got some white teeth. They have on like there. fluorescent white teeth. I feel like everyone on that show had their teeth whitened. Yeah, I think they must just like prep them for yeah. the show. Like, here's a fake tan, get yeah. your hair done, get your teeth whitened. They got their faces all shot up. Yeah. 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 But they're white. Like, those oh, have to be yeah. veneers almost. No, I don't think they're veneers. I think they're just. Nah, some of them look a little too big for their faces. And let's be honest, yeah. they're young white teeth. That's true. Yeah, I know, but y- they you know. They haven't lived they're through years aged. of smoking and, and wine. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound like I got a gross Decades of abuse. <laughs> They're still drinking clear vodka sodas and yeah, have exactly. joy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They're not drinking anything that'll stain their teeth. Oh, <laughs> man. That's crazy. Well, don't use the magic eraser, even if you do see it on TikTok. Yeah. Talk to your dentist yeah. about what'll work for you. That's right. All right. This is an interesting story. Um, we've got Fortnite now, so kids probably don't know what a tiddlywink is. That is, of course, the game where you use a plastic disc to flip smaller discs into a cup. <laughs> Look at Haley's face. Yeah, I know. Haley would have what? no idea. <laughs> Haley didn't know what a laundromat was. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's what you need to know to understand what we're dealing with here. A 45-year-old woman in New Zealand named Mary McCarthy got tested for COVID-19 back in October. But doctors ended up finding something else when they went up her nose for her test. A tiddlywink that had been stuck up her nose for 37 years, you guys. Oh. It was a nasal test. And when the swab went in there, it dislodged it. But it didn't come out at first. Her nose hurt for months, and the test wouldn't stop, uh, and her nose wouldn't stop running. She got an infection. Doctors thought it was problems with her sinuses. She went to the ER when the pain got worse. So they said, did you shove something up there? And she said no, but it turns out when she was a kid, she liked to shove tiddlywinks in each nostril and then blow them out to see how far they would fly. That is funny. At one time, she inhaled instead of blew out and never told her parents. She just pretended it didn't happen and she moved on. And then you just forget about it? A cat scan at the hospital spotted the tiddlywink in her upper nose. She had surgery last week to get it out. They ended up having to push it even farther up her nose to pull it out of her mouth. Because they had to like... To pull it out of her mouth? That's how far back it was? They pushed it even further. Mary said that she's always had issues breathing through her nose, but never made the connection that that old tiddlywink might still be up there. Oh, that is nasty. I got some audio here of Mary explaining exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Have a listen. When I was eight years old, I was playing tiddlywinks outside and I put a tiddlywink in each nostril and then would blow them to see how far they would go. But one time I did, I accidentally inhaled it. Fast forward 35 years later, had a COVID test. Obviously, it had dislodged the tiddlywink that was inside. They did a CT scan and found that there was something inside my nose. Oh, and that, in fact, was the tiddlywink. Oh, there's oh. a there's a pickup in the app if you want to see it. It's big too. It's like the size of like like a penny. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I put a close maybe up a, picture maybe there. A little bigger. Is that snot stuck around it? Like for uh, for oh, being in your gross. body that many years, it's in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was wedged way up there. Yeah. I know before I got my nose fixed, uh, doctors scanned my face to see if there was anything in there because I had a plugged nostril. Uh, forever and mad sinus infections. And yeah. They thought for sure something was left in there from a previous surgery. Yeah, there was nothing in there; just everything was collapsed. Yeah, thank goodness, because yeah. that would have been gross if there was something in there. Oh man, that like a dirty been. old penny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now she, of course, told us um, that in the story that she didn't tell her mom about it because she was scared about it. So I want to know from you guys: if I asked you how many secrets you keep from your family or your friends, mm-hmm. you'd probably either struggle to come up with a secret. Or uh, tell me to make myself comfortable while you go through the process of counting all of the secrets you tried to keep from your friends or your family. Mm. According to a new study, the average person keeps two secrets from loved ones, which seems low because, you know, there's people out there who keep everything under wraps. The people uh, that the person that people are most likely to keep a secret from Mm -hmm. is their mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) She doesn't need to know everything. She'll yeah. rip you a new one if she found out. No, I don't want to lecture. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's wrong. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know what you've done is wrong. You don't need someone else correcting you. Yeah, people say that the person that they're most likely to keep a secret from is their mother. Mm-hmm. One in six won't even tell their deepest secret to a close friend. <laughs> this text, I don't tell my mom anything. Yeah. <laughs> If you're if you're doing uh, the uh, the once a week phone call, you listen to them, and you're like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, and okay. if they're like anything new in your life, you're no. like, no, no, everything's same just old, same old, smooth sailing. <laughs> Here's a list of the other things that came out as very popular secrets to keep. Uh, number one, your internet history. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, number two, your snack habits. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of shame in there. Okay. Yeah. Does Rach know how much snacking you do at work? she asked to tell her, but it's not like I bring it up. Yeah. Mm. Number three, your hygiene habits. Yeah. Number four, how many partners you've had. Is that really an issue? That's something I don't want to tell my mom. Yeah, yeah. you definitely don't want to tell your mom that. You're to ask. It's not that it's an issue, but some people don't want to tell people that. I guess, yeah. None of anybody else's business, really, but your own. You got mm-hmm. a big number. Or a small or number. a small number, yeah. Doesn't matter. Credit card statements. Mm-hmm. If you faked an illness to get out of something, an affair, Damn. and a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the top secrets. Others in the top 25 include smoking, drug, and alcohol habits, phobias, political opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, not these days. Well, Nobody I, keeps that a secret. I think that there's probably some families that keep a lot of stuff under wraps. Oh yeah, right. If they if they are very passionate about one political party that maybe is not, you think you keep that a secret? You're having mom and dad over for dinner. You know how they feel about something. Yep. Yeah, and you're not going to bring it up. Yeah, you don't. I don't want to spend my night fighting. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll fight with my parents. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> got a smart nut. <laughs> no, no, no. That is a bad night. I sure do. And being a supporter of a sports team that no one likes. You keep that under wraps. Oh, like you're a supporter of the uh, the underdog or something. I guess. Or just a non-popular Or like, team. let's say you're hanging out here in Edmonton and you're a big Flames fan. Maybe you don't mention it to keep all it to yourself. Your, <laughs> keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. GTFO. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Uh, is there a secret that you kept for a long time? Maybe everybody knows about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe 
for a while there, it was uh, it was a secret that you were keeping from your friends or your from your family. What about your financial situation? Finance finances. Maybe how you're making your money. Yeah, how you're making oh, money. Sure. Secrets. Right. Yeah. If you're if you are a successful OnlyFans person, yeah, you're not telling anyone about that. Yeah. Some people don't tell their family members or their loved one what they make. Period. No. Hey, great point. Yeah. Right? Sometimes that's just information that you but don't want to share. And they don't need to know. Right? How is that? It's not going to be beneficial if they know mm-hmm. how much you make. It's, it becomes weird when they won't give it up, though. Like if they're purposely, if they notice them hiding bank statements, going out of their way to avoid you seeing what kind mm. of cash they like have. If I take out money at the ATM, I yeah, grab yeah. that receipt. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you flat out ask somebody what no, they make? No, I never would. <laughs> yeah, but, I wouldn't either. But it's weird. You see people at the ATM yeah. who like, you know, hover over the screen. Oh, yeah, God yeah, yeah. forbid you catch yeah, one digit. Yeah, that's true. They used, to, they used to put the balance on the screen. Do they still do it? I think you can request it if you don't want the paper or you can just That'll say show your balance. nothing. Yeah, yeah I think sh- you can say nothing. They should not put your balance on the screen. Yeah. When, oh. If, if uh, you were in line right behind me, Ginge, and I walked away, left my receipt in there, are you looking at oh, it? Oh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm taking pictures. I'm posting on the bulletin board at work. You see this? You see what he's getting paid? Oh, no. And it's shockingly yeah. low. Well, that's why I'd be upset. All right, maybe, because if you're holding the secret right now, you probably don't want to share it on the radio. Mm-hmm. But maybe you had a secret, or someone else had a secret, and you found out about it. Uh, perhaps maybe you moved in with someone, and you kept it under wraps. You didn't tell your mom and your dad about it for years and then eventually you're like yeah I've been living with this person oh yeah yeah right especially if you live in another city they're many, not gonna know how many places have we rented where we're like oh yeah no pets you keep that a secret well that's just hiding pets from the landlord damn right <laughs> damn right <laughs> uh, perhaps maybe uh, you did have an affair mm. maybe did you keep that a secret for a long period of time yeah you can stay totally anonymous too you absolutely can maybe mm-hmm. not even a fair maybe just someone's company you enjoy yeah. Well, everything's on the up and up. No one's married, but sure. it's, you know, it would be problematic. Because you enjoy yeah. the company more than your spouse. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. That is not good. Your workmates. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. So I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669, if you've got a story that you'd like to share. Uh, did you, or currently do you, have a secret that you're keeping from your friends and your family? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about secrets. The average person keeps two secrets from their friends and family, which seems a little low because sometimes there's people out there who keep everything under wraps. Mm -hmm. But we want to know from you guys uh, if there is a secret that maybe you've kept in the past. Uh, Perhaps maybe you did something when you were a teenager that your parents still don't know about to this day. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in this study, they also said that the person we are most likely to keep a secret from is our mothers. Yeah. We just don't tell them everything. Is it because they're so judgy or what? Yeah, it could be that. Well, and you're going to see your mom, you know, forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a friend you you can avoid for years or you can just stop seeing altogether. Yeah. Mom's going to be there. in your life. Yeah, yeah. Not always. Oh, that's true. Yeah, not always. (laughs) There's a couple situations. There's a couple situations, yeah. (laughs) If if you're sitting on a secret right now, Mm -hmm. is there, are you waiting for the right time to tell it or are you taking it to the grave? 
I think some people take it to I the grave. Take it to the some grave. people are good at keeping a secret. Mars, not so much. Well, Mars will go out and buy a billboard and be like, "Here mm-hmm. we go. Let's just put it up." <laughs> I tried my best. Sorry. <laughs> best five hundred bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, this one's uh, everyone can stay anonymous. Anonymous. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you got a story, um, anonymous. How are you doing today? Hi, is it me? Yeah, this Hi, is you. Yeah, yes. anonymous. Yep. Stay anonymous. I wasn't sure. I'm guessing there's probably a lot of anonymous. Oh, there's oh, yeah. a lot of anonymous. Pretty is, much yeah. everyone wants to stay anonymous. Um, yes. Yeah. So, what's your secret here? Well, somebody was keeping a secret from me, mm. and he is now my ex-husband, and he is still dating his personal assistant. <gasps> oh. Oh no. Oh no. How long did this go on before you found out? Um. I don't know, because he still hasn't admitted anything. Apparently, you know, according to him, they didn't get together before we split. Mm. But he asked friends to lie. His mother, his mom, um, she told me afterwards that she confronted um, her about six months before and said, stay away from, you know, my family. Yeah. And so... Obviously, it had been going on long enough that other people noticed, but it was at work where I'm not there. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. So, I don't know, but yeah, they're still... I, I, I keep hoping they're, they won't be, but they're still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's a tough one. That yeah. is so hurt. It's yeah. very hurtful. And that's clearly... Mm-hmm. That's your ex now, right? You're done? Oh, yeah. As yeah. soon as I... When I found out, and he wouldn't... He, he Well, yes, he... He'd lie to my face when I, yeah. just, um, I confronted him and I said, what's going on? He said, I'm not happy. And yeah. I used to love me. And he said, no. I said, is there somebody else? And he said, no, but he didn't want to do counseling. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're, you know, we're done then. And he's like, I guess so. Jeez. And yet still hasn't admitted to this day that anything happened while we were still. Oh together. man. Yeah. But you know, you had sources. I'm not. Yeah. 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 You know what? If it if it makes you feel any better, you're not alone. There's a lot of texts that are coming in that say that affairs because affairs was on my list mm-hmm. is like oh, a yeah. huge secret that people kept. Oh yeah, big time. A huge yeah. secret. Yeah. Ah, sorry you went oh, through that. Well, thanks for sharing thing. your story. All right. Well, you guys have a good morning. You yeah. Too. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh, affairs are. That's, that's a tough one. Is that our most dangerous secret? <sighs> Probably, I guess, because it's most. Uh, the most impactful, right? Right. It's definitely going to do damage if it, it gets was, out. It's doing damage, yeah. Uh, this one says, guys, uh, I'm going to keep you anonymous here. Uh, it says, I kept my separation and divorce under wraps. Then I showed up to Vernon, B.C. one day with my new girlfriend. Oh. That went well. Oh, that would be quite shocking. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of questions. Like, the whole family doesn't know you got divorced? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you just show up with a new lady. You're like, eh, wow. whatever. Don't worry about it. Oy, oy, oy. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah. For the merrier. <laughs> oh, there's so many affairs that are coming in. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, another anonymous one here. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing Hi, fantastic. we're good. Um, have you been keeping a secret? I have been keeping a secret for like, I don't know, two, three years maybe uh, from a really good friend that I've known for about, I don't know, nine years. Okay. Oh. Uh, so he took off from work a few years ago um, when we stopped painting oil rigs. Yeah. Uh, he, he took off for work to build ice bridges up north. Okay. So that people can get in and out for pipeline work and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. And uh, because he was away from home, I guess his wife got lonely. And uh, she she 
started texting me saying she wanted me to come over. And, what? Uh-oh. Uh, this and that. And then, uh, uh, you know, didn't, didn't really reply to the messages. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm getting news photos. Oh, no. Yeah, mm. of her. Like, it, like. 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, a couple nudies roll in. Did you yeah. reciprocate, or you did you end it? Uh, I I never really did anything <sighs> about it on my end. Like, I never cleaned the service. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I told my wife about it. Oh, yeah, and? Yeah, that's, you gotta tell her. Yep. Because we're all friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did your wife want to tell... Um, uh, your your uh, coworker there, your buddy? No, no, <laughs> no. You guys no. just kept it, and that's your secret that you know yeah, that your buddy's wife a, sent you nudes. My buddy's wife sent me nudes, and then my wife doesn't, or she doesn't know that my wife knows. So it's like, yeah, it's like one big awkward thing every time we get together. I bet. I mean, it's yeah. less awkward now, but it was. Oh, I bet you, yeah. When it first happened, it was uh, very fresh, and you're like, oh, my God. When you're sitting with your friend and his wife, you're like, I've seen your yeah. wife's parts. Oh, 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 oh. Jeez, what a story. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Anonymous. Like, think of how awkward that would be. Mm. When you tell your partner, yeah, your husband or your wife or whomever, that someone else is sending you nudes, that's going to open up a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. They're, now, aren't you asking why... Now, like, why do they feel comfortable sending you mm-hmm. their genitals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you might keep that to yourself. I don't know. Yeah, that's a gamble. Because if you get caught with it, now you're hiding it from your wife, which means I think he did the right thing coming out and saying, listen, this woman is nuts. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't think She's that, sending me nudes. You wouldn't think that it would just be a one-off, like, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to blast, like, rage some nudes. Yeah. Like, it, you would think immediately that there was, there was more to this than just all of a sudden today. I'm yeah. like, you know what, Rach needs a nude from me. There was a reason <laughs> you thought it would be okay yeah. to send Rach yeah. your penis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a dangerous game he's playing. <laughs> would she be upset? <laughs> Is that why it's dangerous? No. <laughs> oh, listen to this one. says, good morning. Please keep me anonymous. Yeah. My husband's parents are anti-COVID. They've actually dropped friends because they got the vaccine. Oh, oh how sad is that? Mm. My husband and I are fully vaccinated and we will never tell them. Oh, because if we did, they would probably never speak to us again. I'm keeping this a secret in my back pocket in case they really piss me off one day. <laughs> Have a great day. Oh, yeah. Over the vaccine, you would kill a relationship with your friends and your family huh? over the vaccine. Look how many relationships oh we know of that have fallen apart. I know. I read a, um, a really sad article about people who really got in deep, like people's parents with the QAnon, oh. and how they've completely cut off all ties with their adult children mm-hmm. because they didn't follow the QAnon. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. It's so sad that you would ne- like cease speaking to someone mm-hmm. and like cut out a child like your kid yeah, like that. Yeah, brutal. Um, we'll do one more on this. Uh, I'll keep you anonymous here. What's your story? So my parents are uh, born again, Pentecostal, pro-family hypocrites, right? Yeah. Okay. And we have, we have, we have uh, gay uh, members of my family like my wife is bi, my yeah. best friend's kid is gay. Yeah. We we tell them nothing because they're just horrific when it comes to finding out the gays. They just uh, go on a rampage. Oh, and, and no. Because, because Jesus would love them. 
you know, or something like that, you know. So they want to pray the gay away and they won't leave them alone. So we tell them nothing. And we have friends and family that are part of the alphabet community. Yeah. We'll never tell my parents. And you know what? That's almost worth it. Because oh, it's totally. it, you're not going to change their minds. No, no, you won't change your minds. You know, it's uh, it's a it's just it's words that you guys don't deserve or need to hear. So very just, much. And the funny part, they got my kids one of these little uh, textbooks about families. It's got uh, all with uh, animated animals in it. You know, and a yeah. mom and a dad and all that. But deeper into the book, you have a family that has two cats for a mom or two dogs for dads, and they didn't know this. And so we were reading it to our kids. Oh. Look at this. This has, you know, blended families and two parents of the same sex families, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we, we phoned them back. I phoned my mom back. Said, that was really liberal of you. Though. And we told them about this book. Less than 15 minutes later, less, they were at our door knocking, demanding to have the book back. <laughs> no, are you and, kidding? Well, maybe they should read it themselves. Have that book, and I promised to read it to our grandkids, and they are mortified. I'll send you a copy of it, or I'll email you what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, title definitely. or whatnot. Oh, so there you go. There's so the they bought you a book about blended families and acceptance. And didn't realize. And what didn't they realize gave what you. they gave you. No, they brought us a book about families, which they thought was pro-family, and the, even blended family they didn't know about. So yeah. They they just lost it, and we're up, bang, 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 bang on the door. And no, we went through the window. We're low. That's a great book. We're <laughs> In the window, you're like, you know? <laughs> no, we like the book. Get out of here. <laughs> what a story. Oh, what a wild. situation. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day, guys. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. The only reason why fighting over the radio didn't make this next list is because everyone knows which station is best. Oh, the radio. A new study looked at the top things that cause arguments in the car, or dare I say, car arguments. Oh, geez. you guys don't like my jokes this morning. Mm. Here are the ten most irritating thing drivers do, according to passengers. Number one, using your phone while driving. According to the passenger, that's the worst thing a driver can do. I agree with that 100%. Well, yeah, you don't want cool to see your driver just surfing the internet. No, you don't. Uh, number two, tailgating. Yeah. I don't mind a, a tailgate. Mm. It doesn't It doesn't irritate me. When you're the passenger? When I, you're don't, the, I don't really care. Uh, it's, un- it's uncomfortable. I yeah. hate it. I absolutely hate it. Mm. Number three, passing someone in a dangerous way. Well, unless you got the power to honk on it. You're talking about that blind pass. <laughs> yeah, blind pass. Yeah, not it's not an easy feeling when you're not driving. <laughs> Number four, this is crash all the way, breaking at the last minute. That's what brakes are for. Yeah, I, but you leave it right to the last minute. I got to keep the uh, mechanic shops in business. I got to change my pads. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you either start breaking 100 feet ago or you start breaking out. Either way, you're stopping for that stop. Yeah, I'm still using brake pads. <laughs> Number five, also crash, breaking too hard for no reason. Wow. Like a brake check? No, no, no. Well, I guess... No, I think it's like coming up to a red light and you just break it hard for no reason. Well, it's fun sometimes. Keep <laughs> yeah, it is fun, right? Like you can be courteous to people and like slow down so you're not jerking everybody around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six, speeding. Number seven, not using turn sing- signals. Mm. Number eight, staying in the left lane the whole time. Yeah. Number nine, staying in the middle lane the whole time. Do you worry about that if you're a passenger? No. No. It's embarrassing that left lane light, that left lane life. Yeah. If you're constant, if you're on the highway. Yeah. And you're not the one driving. Yeah. And there's constantly cars going around you to oh, pass on, on the right. right. It's embarrassing. That's bad. It's embarrassing. If you get passed on the right, that's a problem. Yeah. You should realize what you're doing and get on the right. And mm-hmm. if the driver doesn't move over, then you look like you're, you're complicit in their action. Yeah, yeah you are. Because everyone's looking at you as they pass. Oh, yeah. 
And you're just looking out the window and being like, help. Yeah, yeah you're looking straight ahead. No <laughs> like, I don't know what this fool's yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not with him. Yeah. And the I'm just last, here for the ride. The last one, driving tired. So there's a constant worry that your driver is going to doze off. Mm. Well, that would be terrifying. That would be terrifying. If you see them dozing off. Are you guys pretty chill in the passenger seat? Um, Mars, no, Mars crush, can get a little no, uh, salty. No, can get a little there. salty too. Oh, yeah. please. I'm oh, the most chill on. ever. No, you're get, not. You could be blindfolded and driving and I'm fine. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Especially what? when it comes to parking. You always have something to say about the parking. Well, oh, you're that guy? Yeah, always. Are you good at parking though, Mars? I'm very good at parking. Well, there's so many options, like closer to the front doors and then she's like, she'll pull up and you'd be like, mm. Oh, it's the spot? Yeah. And, and then she'll pull out. I'm like, oh, there's one. She's like, oh, 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 I'm, I passed it. Well, you can back up. Now, see, Crash <laughs> likes to be parked as close as possible stuff. to the door. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care about that stuff. I'd rather get a nice parking spot okay. where there's nobody around me at the back of the lot. I don't care. What's the nice one? You worried about the, the fit? Sometimes it's too tight. Yeah, sometimes it's a little too tight. Like, I'm not putting my car in between two giant trucks. I'm just not doing it. Well, no, but like a, a Costco parking. Costco parking lots, fantastic. They keep them nice and wide. A lot of room. Yeah, and they like double line on both sides. Yeah, it's perfect. But Mars will pull up and be like, oh, there's a good one. And then like her front end will go past a little bit. And she'll be like, oh, too far gone. I don't feel like backing up. And no one's behind us. No one's like, eh. I'm like, oh, there's another spot. And she's like, oh, oh but walking it. isn't that big of a deal to me. Like, if I don't park I'm not, here, I'm not concerned about walking. And I don't, and I get over here, it's what, like a two second more walk? Like, big deal. Well, I'm not, I'm not concerned about the walk. I'm just, you passed up on two great spots. <laughs> <laughs> but are they? Like, who cares about the spots? Me. I want to get in and get to those samples quickly. There is, I got you, the walk is overrated. Yes. People worry about being too close, but yeah. there is some spots are better than others. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not, oh let's God. not just say spots to spots. And let's oh. be honest, you don't want to park near a cart corral. No. That's actually the pro move. Mm. No. Oh, yeah. I've seen so many carts go into cars. Uh, oh, I drive like a an overloaded cart corral. Six year old van and an Elantra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you like, here. <laughs> you got kids, I can leave them right there while I take yes. the car back. Yeah. If you've got oh, kids, I love you're that right. Spots. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because yeah. just leave them in the car. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. th- this text here says my wife really upsets me when I'm driving. She won't let me road rage. I'll even say to her, can I have my balls back when we get to where we're going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like road raging either. Nobody really road rages, though. You don't really road rage. No. no I, don't, I don't road rage. I'm, I'm as cool as a cucumber. If someone slights you, though, you'll, you'll somewhat chase them. There's that wild... you want to see the driver. Yeah. There's that wild <laughs> thing, too, where the driver's always more upset about what happened than the passenger. Yeah. Yeah. It's an affront to you what they did, but the passenger, it doesn't really affect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes so you're, not the, you're not on the same level of anger. Yeah. Like me in the passenger seat, I'll be like doing my thing. I feel the car like moving around, swerving a bit. And then I'm surfing on my phone. All of a sudden I get thrown back in my seat. I'm like, boom. And she's like, Bruh! and I'm like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't check all that. <laughs> Show your face. <laughs> like what is happening? I did want to race a Lambo the other day too, but yeah. I, I didn't yes. do it. The Lambo followed us for a I bit. I know. I could see him. He, he was like, it. he wanted it too. Yeah. But I, where are, it just wasn't the right area for me. <laughs> wasn't the right time of day. Yeah, it wasn't the right yeah, time I of day. It. I got it. Mm-hmm. I would have smoked him anyways. Mm-hmm. For those of you who like to dabble in the paranormal, I've got something for you that you might want to purchase. Mm. A haunted paranormal ghost guitar has gone for sale. Uh, right now, it's $874.68 Canadian plus shipping. Does it play itself? 
I don't know if it plays itself. I, if I'm buying a ghost guitar, I want it to play itself. Dun, 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 That'd be wild, dun, hey? Dun, dun. The dude who's selling it says that it's one guitar and it came into his possession by accident and it spooked him enough now that he wants to get rid of it. He says that he's quite confident that his ghoulish guitar would be fine for someone in tune with forces of a malevolent netherworld. But he says he's got no knowledge of such things and does not want anything to do with the mysteries of the macabre. Oh. Here's, though, what he's been told. He said, quote... A kid that lived on my street when I was growing up was rumored to be into devil worship, seances, mm -hmm. Alistair Crowley, black magic, and other dark endeavors of the spirit world. He was quite popular. Boys in the neighborhood wanted to be with him, and the girls foolishly thought that they could change him from being such a bad boy. Oh, mm. I learned, though, that he died tragically on Halloween, October 31st. Oh, my God. 1979, when he was only 13 years old. Apparently... He was found laying on his bed with his guitar draped across him. And now this acoustic guitar is considered to be haunted. Good looking guitar. Yeah. Doesn't look haunted. Now here's what he says happens with the guitar. He said, quote, since I've owned this guitar, I've heard the strings discordantly ring out. So you hear the pluck of a guitar string uh -oh. when you're in the other room. He says, no one is near the guitar. Furthermore, on three occasions, I put the guitar in my bedroom closet only to find the guitar laying on my bed when I return home from work. Mm -hmm. And I live alone. He said the final straw occurred when I saw the guitar levitate out of the trash can. Oh, my God. And float across my room onto my bed. Wow. That's a little more haunting than just the odd note. I would have led with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does the ghost guitar only play uh, Righteous Brothers? Actually, Melody? <laughs> oh, Let's do it again! No! My darling. Stop! I've hungered your touch. It's possible. Anybody who wants to take the guitar off this young man's hands, he says he's willing to let it go, but of course at a fair price. $874.68. $874? How do you come across that? Uh, it, it's an uh, auction. Oh. Mm. So people are betting on it. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Do you think your guitar is a ghost guitar? No, I don't think so. Is a ghost guitar, did this come like uh, uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia? Mm. Yeah, Johnny in the Fiddle style? It could very well be. Mm -hmm. He does say, though, that you have to use extreme caution if you do become the owner of the guitar. Yeah. Because it might conjure up spirits that begin be channeled through the instrument. If you buy this ghost guitar, can you like basically pick it up and just put it on your lap kind of thing and then it'll play? Like it'll do its thing? No, I, I think if it's not being played, yeah. it gets jealous, so it starts with the notes. Oh, it'll start. Bing! Yeah. Bing, bing. So if you guys do want to check that out, just look up Haunted Paranormal Ghost Guitar mm -hmm. and the ad will come out for you. Mm. It's right Is there. there. Uh, if you play, what was that uh, Leonard Cohen song, Hallelujah? David played the secret chord. Oh, yeah, right. the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Is there a chord you could play on the ghost guitar? And it summons Satan? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I, I came home. Summon Lucifer himself? I came home the other day. I'm in the driveway. I'm like, what is that sound? Yeah. And Mars is uh, playing hallelujah. Oh. I'm like, what is going on? Hallelujah. Yep. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I was that's doing uh, it. Well, you were playing, you were listening to it, or you were playing it? No, I was playing it. Oh, that's a. Uh, that's a sad one to play by yourself. I know. I was sad that day. No. She is not in a good place. <laughs> I came in and popped the cork. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Makes everybody happy around here. That's the truth. Yeah. All right. The dictionary added more than 300 words 
And here's some of them that they include, and I'll see if you guys know what they are. They did a huge update, and here are some of their new additions. Uh, Number one, 5G. Mm. Number two, long COVID. Oh, yeah. That's like for a COVID hauler. Yeah. Yeah. Domestic terrorism was never in dictionary.com, but it is now. Also, cultural things like side hustle, y'all. Everyone needs a little side hustle. Which Let's is, be honest. They do. Y'all, which is Y apostrophe A-L-L. platform. What is D-platform? I don't know. Can we talk about that on the radio? D-platform. Hey, you're younger. Do you know what a D-platform is? Mm, somebody who is an influencer who's no longer an influencer? Mm, so close. To prohibit a person or people from sharing their views in a public forum. Especially by banning a user from posting on social media, website, or application. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you yeah, you oh, take okay. away their platform. Take away their platform. Sure. Yeah. Internet lingo like trigger warning, content warning, and DEI, which means diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then there's just some other silly stuff that's been added to dictionary.com, like oof, O-O-F. <laughs> oof. I say that a lot. Oof. 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 You Oof. do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's to like sympathize with someone else's pain or dismay yeah. so, or to express your own dismay. Like, oof. Is it a modern day? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Now Pretty much oof. is. Or like a yikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Silver Fox, which is what we used to call Crash, and then he started dying his hair. <laughs> <laughs> got rid of it, guys. And guess what? I got ID'd at the pot shop. Yeah, he did get ID'd. It's true. <laughs> Money well spent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeet was added to dictionary.com as well. We just talked about that the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, this one, Zaddy. Do you know what a Zaddy is? Is that like a like a pizzazz? Like, whoopa! Is it spelled Z A D D Y? It is. Oh, it's something to do with daddy. Ooh. But I don't know what the Z stands for. I love watching Haley age before our eyes. <laughs> Zaddy is an attractive man who is stylish, charming, and self confident. I just call him Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to jazz it up. No, that's true. And then, of course, snack was added to the dictionary as well. Now, this isn't snack as in like snacks that I know. Like yeah. after the show, I go for a little snack. Mm-hmm. This is a snack that's like a sexy person. Like what a delicious snack. Oh, like you snack. are tasty. Yeah, you're all you a snack. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. tasty. There's a nibble snack. of that snack over there. <laughs> so there you go. Now, someone's saying you got to add hoot dog. By the way, they also formalized some profane words. So like S word show got an honorable mention. So, show. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's a al- common phrase now. And mm-hmm. also, the word of the year, according to dictionary.com, yeah, ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that is really good. That one made me laugh. <laughs> this is kind of cool news. Uh, big Seven Travel. They are a, uh, a a big website that ranks the most beautiful movie locations around the globe, mm-hmm. and they've just released their top fifty most beautiful movie locations. And guess what, guys? The province of Alberta made it in the top 50. Ah, for the Rockies. So that's kind of cool. Now, this list has featured many iconic locations, such as the Taprom Temple in Cambodia, which topped the list as the backdrop for Laura Croft Tomb Raider, starring Angelina Jolie. Spots in New Zealand, of course, because of Lord of the Rings. Mm Mm-hmm. Alberta coming in, not at the very end either, guys. Well, that's good. Out of 50 spots for the most beautiful, we came in 33rd. Hey. 
So that's kind of cool. I guess we've had a ton of movies shot here. Oh, we have, yeah. Yeah. Now, they say that Alberta is known for its various filming locations, including the Bow Valley, Squamish Valley, and the Rockies being the backdrop for a number of movies, including The Revenant. Mm Mm-hmm, right. Revenant was one of the many movies to feature Alberta landscapes. Others are Jumanji, The Next Level, mm-hmm. Interstellar, and Inception. Ghostbusters Afterlife was also filmed in southern Alberta in 2019. Now, the province has made an effort to become a popular spot for filming recently after the government adjusted the rules for its film and tax and television tax credit in 2021. Mm-hmm. Didn't Brokeback Mountain film here? I don't think so. Well, I thought it did. No? No. Mountain featured in his mountain. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Kananaskis. Oh, it was Kananaskis? Yeah, they used some shots from uh, Kananaskis. Oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, some of it was filmed here. Oh, that's kind of cool. 2005? Oh, wow. so long ago. That's why I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's why this website didn't even know. <laughs> huh. uh, Fort McLeod, Alberta, was also chosen as the setting for HBO's The Last of Us, mm-hmm. based on the award-winning video game series of the same name. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Uh, by the way, Alberta, the only Canadian location... Oh. To feature on the Big Seven travel list. Because normally you would think, well, BC, like yeah. that's like... Hol- BC has tons of stuff. And like same thing with Ontario. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were listed the only Canadian location as the most beautiful, so... Well, someone says Legends of the Fall was filmed in Alberta, too. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's... uh. When did that come out? Oh, God. Uh, can I... I'm going to say Legends of the Fall. Is that the 90s? Oh, I'm going 80s on that one. Oh, I don't think it's... No, I, I don't... I bet you Haley hasn't even watched it. Haley's probably never even heard of it. <laughs> what is it? Legends of the Fall. Yeah, no, I've never seen no. it. Uh, I'm going to say 93. Uh, oh, uh, 94. Hey, I was yeah, close. All right, all right. There you go. Yeah, it was all... Uh, yeah, Alberta, Alberta, Alberta. That was kind of cool. Gastown, Vancouver. Yeah. Couple Vancouver, yeah, majority Alberta. Cool. If you want to watch like now a, a very old movie, Haley, Legends of the Fall is a good one. It's got Brad Pitt in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very young Brad Pitt. Very young oh. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Nice. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> a gas company recently commissioned a study to determine what a typical road trip looks like. For one, we will be paying a lot on gas, so thank you very much. After consulting two thousand people, the typical road trip lasts just under four hours. Covers about 200 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Features about four people who play two travel games, who on average hear four cries of people saying, are we there yet? We we put on over 100 yesterday in a depressed car ride. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We did. It wasn't even therapeutic. That that wasn't a road trip. That was just, um, I, Marzi needed to go. (laughs) Marzi wanted to feel like she could go. Yeah, yeah Marzi needed to testing go. Testing the waters to see if it if the roads are available. The roads are available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then but, you turned around. She did it literally a U-turn on the road. I did. I did a U-turn in the middle of a highway. Yeah. It's yeah. like, welcome to Wetaskiwin. She's yeah. like, mm, no. Not ready yet. <laughs> not ready <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. <sighs> One day. One day. About, I thought about it. Just keep on going. One meeting too many. It'll get you there. No, I know. <laughs> After today's meeting. <laughs> flying down yeah, the highway. The most pointless meeting ever. Let's get to it. Yeah. We're on the highway, guys. Yeah. Maybe we could just do it. It'll be a Zoom thing. Why don't we just do it from the highway? Mm, you might as well. You'll look in the background of uh, I've got a lot of work to the do Zoom today. call, and you'll see just luggage back there, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> Take me with you. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> You'll know what's happening. It'll be me in the Zoom and the suitcases in my background. Yeah. Exactly. Just hiding in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Families on road trips on average have two arguments which involve things like windows being opened or closed. Mm-hmm. Who sits where? We were never allowed to open the damn windows. We would do a road trip. Yeah. And like from uh, Winnipeg to Calgary. And we couldn't open the damn windows. And my parents were smokers. So there was oh. a lot of smoke in that car. Oh, man. We why couldn't crack the window. We, 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 we were not allowed to ro- open the windows. So they smoked in the in the car on your road trip. Closed windows. Closed windows? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, closed windows and no air conditioning in the summer because it wastes gas. Why? I Probably because they felt if you open the window, it's going to suck more gas. So, oh, like the drag on the car was going to change? Yeah. Your whole childhood was just well, sitting in smoke. For many years, my youngs, my uh, lungs have been cleaned. So now everything's coming yeah. back in. I'm like, oh my God, my lungs are so raw. Isn't that wild? This top text here, no name on it, says, same with me, Crash. My parents would hotbox the car with oh, cigs. Yeah, yeah we, I, I remember getting out of like a gas station. There's like a cloud of smoke that comes out of the car. <laughs> are you serious? Me and my brother roll out. We're like, our, our like six-year-old lungs. <laughs> Oh, man. It was terrible. It's weird that that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. This text here says, Crash, I had a smoker's cough when I was nine because <laughs> my parents did the exact same thing. I bet you I did. When you were at home, because yeah. I know for sure your mom smoked in the house, mm-hmm. did they open windows in the home? Yeah, the home was open. Okay. Yeah. We didn't have air conditioning, though. No, right. Oh, right, right, right. So it was any sort of right. airflow was nice. So if you did have AC, the windows would have been Yeah. Sometimes I remember sitting by the front screen door in the living room with the screen open being like, <sighs> and you smell the fresh air blowing in. I'm oh like, this gosh. is nice. Crash, really? I'm like, this is like a nature's filter. Couldn't you just <laughs> go outside? Well, yeah, but like if I'm waiting, like if dinner is going to be like two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. Yeah. So you'd, you'd press your little child face right up against, against the screen. screen. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so that you could get some sort of fresh air. Yeah, it was so Jeez. nice. <laughs> Guys, you wouldn't believe how great fresh air feels on the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Laurel says, same with us, Crash. We had 10 people in our car. Ugh. No one would open a window and everyone would smoke. And I'm guessing it was because uh, the parents thought that it would suck back gas by opening the windows. No air conditioning and no windows open. This text here says, my dad was a three-pack-a-day smoker. Oh, yeah. Getting out of the station wagon was like a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny, though. I know. It's terrible, because mm-hmm. you would. I would hope that you would like never see that nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, what, that is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Neither of my parents smoked, so no, I never grew up You never up dealt with that. Never. No. And if we hung around, like, friends or family members that smoked, yeah, yeah. my parents would always make sure we could go outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I went to school smelling like an ashtray. You did. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, you had a tobacco can for a lunch kit. <laughs> That's true. So, yes. <laughs> my lunch tasted like tobacco, so I might as well smell like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. Like, this text here says, how gross is it that smoking in a car with kids like that was okay? Oh, exactly, yeah. I'm embarrassed to think of how disgusting I smelled as a child. Yeah. Covered in secondhand smoke. They say, I couldn't imagine doing that to my kids now. I no. guess every every school had a stinky one. I guess that was probably me. Oh, You get the B.O. kid and you get the cigarette kid. Oh, <laughs> I hope only on one of the two. Hopefully <laughs> you both. would just, yeah. <laughs> See, my, my, my dad smoked, but my mom didn't. Yeah. So she bugged him all the time, like to quit smoking and oh, to yeah, stop yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like... 
Because did both of your parents smoke, Crash? Uh, at one point they did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then when your dad left, it was just, just you, you guys smoke. and your mom, and it was yeah, sort of yeah. single smoke. Yeah. Oh, this one says, Crash, in grade six, I was asked if I smoked because of how bad I smelled. Oh, That's in grade from six? Tina in Fort McMurray. Tina. Oh, you smelled so bad they thought you were lighting up before school. Oh. This text here says crashes digging into my childhood memories. I can smell the screen too. <laughs> right? Because there was like a little faint breeze blowing through and you're like, oh, fresh air. And you're like, oh. like how you open a window and like a cat runs to the window and they're like, yeah, they want to be outside. Yeah, they can smell some fresh air blowing through. Yeah, that's me as a child. Oh no. Great memory. I'd rather oh. do that than watch TV. Just fresh air. <laughs> oh, no. And someone, uh, they're trying to make up for it. It says, guys, I'm sorry. This is 47 years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This text here says, Crash, this was our family too. Two parents that smoked, four yeah. kids in the back. We weren't allowed to open a window. Mm-hmm. Then he bought a b- car with air conditioning and told us that the air conditioning sucked the smoke out. <laughs> I don't oh, think it works no. like that. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. No. This text here says, when I was sick, I begged my mom to stop smoking in the car. She would get mad and say, well, you don't have to come with me then. (laughs) It bugged my throat and my chest so bad. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. What is this one? My dad used to smoke cigars and pipes in the car. Cigars and pipes I don't mind as much. Oh, man. But like windows closed? Mm-hmm. Kids? Yeah, that's true. Maybe not around children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smoke your pipes and stuff, but yeah, not in a closed car. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. You're not alone. Not well, at all. I'm glad and I'm not glad. Their kids shouldn't have been put through that. No. <gasps> this text here says... Guys, my mom used to smoke with the windows up in the car. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 15, I finally said, Mom, can I just have a smoke? And she's like, what? And I said, well, firsthand smoke's better than secondhand smoke, so you might as well just give me one. Did she? And she did. <gasps> oh, no, she didn't! Oh. Well, it's about time, dear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because... My mom was adamant about us not smoking. Meanwhile, basically, we were smokers as children by breathing all the smoke in. But if she caught us smoking, she would yell at us. Would she really? Yeah, she'd be like, what are you doing? Because we'd like pick the butts and stuff. Yeah. Well, and parents who smoke usually have kids who smoke. You, yeah. It's usually because you see your parents doing it, right? So you usually end up smoking as well. Mm. Well, and you have access to it, too. Exactly. exactly, You've got access to it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom would yell at us for smoking while she's smoking. This is terrible. Would what, she you really? shouldn't be doing that. That's <laughs> now inappropriate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Well, hopefully everyone's lungs healed up. Well, <laughs> just start smoking weed. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Just blaze one, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the people who said that their parents gave them cigarettes when they were like 13, 14. Oh. That's one thing my mom definitely would have not done. My mom would have beat me yeah. if I had started smoking. Oh, I would have got slapped in the face. 
Oh, I would have. Oh, it would have been the end of yeah, days. It wouldn't be good. Mm, yeah. I, I remember be here right now. No, I remember no. being like in elementary school though, and kids were bringing smokes to school. Yeah, they would. Do you remember that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would steal them from their parents, and then they would. We were in like grade five or grade six. Yeah, yeah. yeah like grade we were six, little. You would see a few people dabbling. No, I stayed away from those kids because if I came home smelling like cigarette smoke, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna get oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. I would still be grounded. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that weird? Like to think of a child in grade six right now lighting up a smoke. Oh, it's so weird. Well, like grade six, seven, eight. Like if you see, like even a grade eighter. Yeah. Like how old because are you? They, how old are you in grade eight? Oh, like 13? Four, 14, yeah. 14, yeah. Yeah, to see 13, them with a dart in their hand, that'd be weird. It is weird, yeah. isn't it? Or even a vape nowadays. Like that'd be weird. While they're learning to drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Find your learners in your pack of cigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roll them up in your sleeve and you're good to go. (laughs) That's wild. Let's do this because I've got a lot of uh, texts coming in. 780-489-4669. If you're willing to share a story, you can text us if you like as well at 56789. Oh my God, someone just texted. They started smoking when they were seven and quit at 30. Oh, Oh my at least you quit. But you started when you were seven years old. Yeah. That's so young. I guess essentially me with secondhand smoke, I probably started since I was a baby. And then thankfully ended that later in life. <laughs> this text here said my junior high to Smoker's Alley and my high school to Smoker's Corner. Oh yeah, schools had that. We must have gone to the same school because I'm pretty sure my junior high had a Smoker's Alley as yeah. well. Yeah, we had a Smoker's Pit. Yeah, yeah, we had in the fence. In junior high? Mm, no, in high school. That was a high school thing. Yeah, yeah we had the fence in the back. We had to go off of school property. <laughs> they had like a little fence. Yeah. And then around the fence, people would just gather on the mm, other side. Yeah. yeah. I think the fence, yeah, like you, Haley, it was, uh, yeah, I think it was like two feet off the school property. Yeah. There was like that much room. And You're everyone right. would stand along the fence because you weren't on school property. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when you finish your dart, you step on school property. Yeah. And then you continue <laughs> so chatting with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is nuts. All right, here's what I want to know from you guys 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. How young were you uh, when you were doing some adult stuff? Now, whether that was you were driving a vehicle by yourself, perhaps maybe you were buying smokes for your mom and your dad. Maybe you were, in fact, smoking. Was your dad bumming you smokes when you were like nine years old? <laughs> Dude, there's some texts that are coming Look in. Look at your nine-year-old kid. Hey, can you bum dad a cig? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Does anybody drop their grade five off now and see the grade sixers vaping in front of the elementary? <laughs> oh, I bet you you see that. That's You'll wild. probably see some kids walking. You're like, hey! You're too young for that. Oh, man, that's crazy. Mm. Even like there's a couple of people who said they were drinking beer when they were 10. Mm. Drinking beer? We weren't a we weren't a boozy household. So. No, your mom no. didn't yeah, drink. There was no booze. around. We weren't a boozy household yeah. either. No, I didn't drink till I was 16 or 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was delayed. Again, <laughs> terrified of my parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. This first text. When I was 13, I was the designated driver for my siblings and their friends. Oh wow. God. Wow. 13 years old. Oh, oh my I gosh. Mean, she's sober. Yeah. So. It's, it's a safe option, at least. They yeah. got home safe. Somewhat. <laughs> All right. How old were you when you were clearly doing adult things? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
When you were a lot younger, did you get up to some adult things? Yeah. Were you a chain-smoking seven-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. I mean, it's shocking and obviously not acceptable nowadays yeah. at all. But uh, yeah, parents made uh, different uh, choices back in the day. Yeah. To hotbox their car with SIGs while they're on a family road trip. That was my uh, childhood. <laughs> I know it was. Yeah. Oof. Every time we went, even just driving to the city, we had an hour drive from our house to the city of Winnipeg to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. It would be just clouds of smoke in the old Camaro. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we weren't a boozy household, so basically the the issue was smoking, I guess. Chris in Malmo. Where's Malmo? Malmo. I don't know. Malmo? Mm. Never heard of Malmo. Malmo. Malmo's in Sweden? No, Sweet. Malmo Plains. Oh. Somewhere. Sweden's cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Sweden. We'll say Sweden, Yeah, that sure. sounds fantastic. Uh, Malmo. Chris and Malmo says, my parents went on vacation to Hawaii, and I got to join them for one week out of their three-week vacation as their child. Oh. So he only got to go for one week. Yeah. Said, I had to overnight in a hotel in Vancouver by myself. I was 12 years old. Ah. You overnighted in a hotel by yourself? Because his parents were already in Hawaii. Wow. So at 12 years old, you had to overnight in a hotel by yourself. Yeah, when some people send their kids on planes, it it, it wears me out. But also, why did the parents not take Chris? They just left for Hawaii and then said, you can come later? Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of a jerk move. Fly yourself, crack your piggy bank open, see how much you got in there. Chris says, my dad says that I learned about room service real quick. (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah, you open up that menu, get a Sunday. I hope you lived it up. Some chicken fingers. Yeah, charge it to your parents' credit card. Absolutely. Seven eight zero four eight down for six six nine. If you got a story here, Shelly's hanging on. How you doing, Shelly? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Um, your son has done adult things, right? Yes. Um, we used to live in in BC, and when we moved close to home, where my husband grew up, so we we're with his family. Yeah. Um, there was two two incidents. Um, I see my kids, uh, well, I see a truck driving in the field to our house because they're half a mile from us. Okay. And I'm like, I said to my husband, oh, your dad's bringing the kids home because <laughs> they were 12 and 10. Yeah. And they drive by and it's my son. Your son's driving the truck? Uh, my my husband's father gave them a truck to drive home. <laughs> How old was he? 10 and 12. He was 10. He was, he was 10. 10? He was the younger one. <laughs> he was 10. And then, and then I found out a year later or something my uh, my husband's brother needed somebody to drive a truck, and there was nobody around but my son. No. So he gave him a really good truck to drive down the highway because he was moving equipment. What? What? And I'm like, what? And Wade's like, oh, he's driven many times. Leave the kid alone. Leave the kid alone. <laughs> like, what happens in this crazy province? Like, it's one uh, thing to drive through, like, a yard, but on the highway, highway. your 10-year-old's driving a pickup. on the highway. Oh. I was freaking. Uh, yeah, I bet. Wow. My son, my son now, he's going to be 20 this week, and he can drive anything. Oh. Any equipment, anything, he can operate it. Yeah, so. I, I bet you your uh, husband's dad is probably like, see, I, tr- I taught him well. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you have no defense with him. <laughs> no. No. Okay, thanks, Shelly. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. That's like cr- what crashed when you and I saw that baby driving that truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was like legit a baby. That was a baby. That wasn't a seven-year-old. Yeah. That was like a one-year-old or a two-year-old. Yeah. They weren't reaching pedals, but they were definitely steering. They, they were, were hanging off the steering wheel. Well, yeah, because dad was smoking. <laughs> that was a weird thing to see. That was. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo. Hey, buddy. 
Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, you got up to some adult things when you were a kid, right? Well, yeah. Well, me and my brother, uh, I was in grade five. He was in grade six. Yeah. Uh, so we were about 10 and 11 years old. That's when we. That's the first memory that I have of us stealing our mom's and mom and dad's smokes, right? Okay, oh, so yeah. grade five, you guys were smoking. Yep. Yep, yeah, stole a pack of smokes, and three of us, uh, one another buddy, we went out and we smoked the whole pack oh. in the afternoon because we were scared to get caught with what was left over, right? So we, you had to smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. You had to get rid of everything. Yeah, it was terrible. Did you guys vomit? Uh, I did. I don't know about the other two. They were a little bit older, but so. Oh. Yeah, I, it was. I, because I haven't smoked for many years, same with Mars. I think if I took a drag of a cig right now, I would vomit. So I can only imagine, like, uh, young Jimbo just, like, chain-smoking a pack of cigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, so we I, we both started smoking. I, I think my brother still smokes. Yeah. Uh, I quit when I was about 30, and... and at the height of my smoking, I was I was going about three packs a day. Oh man! Well, I'm glad that you quit. Me too, and and it's been many years, and I'm like you. I and actually, uh, uh, it's probably been thirty years since I quit, and uh, I still every once in a while have a, a craving. Yeah. Uh, but I think if I was to have a drag off smoke, I'm like you. I think I would I, I, I would puke. Oh, it'd be the most disgusting thing ever. Just the sure. smell of it, the taste of it. Ugh, bleh, yeah. bleh. But I'm with yeah. you. Occasionally, I get a craving when I'm driving. Usually, I'm like, you know, it'd be good right now. Dirt. I used to. I don't anymore <laughs> That's though. Done? Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Jimbo. All right. Love your show. Oh, thanks, buddy. Call anytime. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Yeah, bye bye. Grade five. Wow. Kay from Spruce says, guys, when I starting when I was 12 years old, I used to stay home for two weeks alone. While the rest of my family went hunting. I didn't like to go with them, so they said, fine, stay home. Wow. So for two weeks out of the year at the age of 12, I would get to school every day on my own. I would take a taxi to go buy groceries for myself. What? It was my vacation and I loved it. 12 years old. You're making your own lunch for school, going to school. She had to feed herself two weeks. Feed yourself, go to the grocery <laughs> store, take a cab. Two weeks. If Hayden left me alone for two weeks, I would just eat crackers for two weeks. <laughs> and I wouldn't come into work. Yeah, you know what? I've often said that too. Like if Crash went away for two weeks, yeah. I just like wouldn't eat food and yeah. I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't well, function. Like yeah. I mentioned earlier, when I, uh, I, don't, I, I left for a couple days... I discovered I that I like Mars immediately gravitated towards craft dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had craft dinner one night, and then I think the next night I had like crackers and cheese and like yeah cheese i do snacky dinners because i'm not cooking for just me yeah i'm with you yeah but if you cook a dinner then you have leftovers for the next couple days or you just order food yeah well like, now you can do that yeah for breakfast <laughs> i would have like toast yeah i wouldn't have lunch and then i'd have cheese for dinner yeah jeez yeah we need supervision <laughs> i come yeah. home to a whole new mars i'm like what happened to you yeah i just wouldn't bother like cheese same clothes as when you left <laughs> <laughs> a dent in the couch <laughs> same clothing yeah. I'm like what does that smell 20 pounds lighter i'm like i haven't eaten a thing <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> um helena hello hey how's it going doing fantastic hey, we're good um what was your situation here uh did you uh, dabble in adult things when you were a lot younger Oh, yeah. So my grandpa, he comes from Italy, right? Yeah. Uh, so it was almost a rite of passage to start drinking wine and 7-Up with your dinner by the age of, like, five. <laughs> <laughs> wine and 7-Up? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, um, that's a thing. Eh? Yeah, it's uh, it's how we all started drinking wine, and he makes his own wine, so it's actually pretty strong stuff. <laughs> Oh, man. That's crazy. So you did, can... Oh, sorry. Did all the kids at the table have wine and 7-Up and it was mixed? Yeah, every single one of us. All, what, like six or seven grandkids that they had? And now there's great-grandkids and they're going to be starting up soon, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did you... Do you remember your first sip? Uh, I do. It was a lot of 7-Up with, like, the tiniest bit of wine. Yeah. And then they slowly balance it out. To get you yeah. wasted the wine. <laughs> how, how many glasses would you have in a, during dinner? Was it just one? Uh, it would depend. We would literally, like, it depends on how nice we were. If we'd, <laughs> and we'd say, s'il te plaît, pre-jipe, à boire un peu de vino, and he'd give us, like, an extra glass and not tell my mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a wine drinker now? No. <laughs> oh, it funny. turned you off of wine. Turned you off of it. Like, give me a Smirnoff Berry glass. Sure, any day. Yeah, but the wine, hell but no. The wine, no way. Huh? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, thanks, Helena. Thanks, you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I love that Grams is like, we'll just add a little more. Yeah. A little more. I dated an Italian guy. All the kids drank uh, really? red wine with uh, cut with uh, 7-Up. Oh, that's just a thing. Like, it wasn't a lot, because you know, like, when you think of an adult glass of wine, yeah. it wasn't like, it was like 7-Up and then like a glug glug of red wine, like a blub blub. Like, like a, bloop, bloop. but uh, was it a drunk grandpa going like bloop, 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 bloop? no no <laughs> okay. that was drunk grandpa in my glass like higher grandpa higher but yeah for the for the little kids yeah, like yeah. uh yeah five six seven it was just like seven up and a splash yeah do they do red or white red or doesn't matter it was red for the red for, the, for them yeah yeah, it was a, red. A fun, juicy red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a fun, juicy red. That's right. These stories are wild. Uh, we'll do one more on sure. uh, this. Uh, Bianca's hanging on. Hey, Bianca. Hey, how are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, how how young were you when you started dabbling in adult things? Um, Probably around 12. <laughs> 12 years old. All right. What did you get up yeah. to? So um, my parents are pretty cool. I'm from New Brunswick, but um, they said that I'm not allowed to drink unless it's at the house. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a parent thing. Yeah. Um, so I was 12 when I had my first drink, and then my mom actually allowed me to get my belly button pierced when I was 12 years old, too. So. Damn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, sorry, go ahead. Did it blow away all your friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, my husband, like, we were, like, high school sweethearts, and, like, we knew each other when we were younger. Yep. Um, he didn't have his first drink until he was, like, 16 or 17. Yep. And he was like, you had your first drink when you were 12? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I know this liquor. Don't worry about it. Do you Do you have kids now, Bianca? I do. And God forbid, I will never let him do anything. <laughs> 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 yeah. no is it wild like when you think back on what you were allowed to do like getting the piercing and doing the drinking at 12 like does that just blow your mind oh yeah like i got my first tattoo when i was i think 16 15 or 16 yeah and i'm just like would i ever let my kid do that i'm like probably but i'm like there's gonna be a long hard conversation about that so oh for sure yeah, yeah. and you'll try to talk them out of it or just uh, let's delay it a little bit longer Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. To be like, are you 100% sure you want this hot dog on your back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. This next study here, uh, I guess you can either make money or have a relaxing life. There is basically no in between. Mm-hmm. Um, 
U.S. News and World Report just put out their annual list of some of the best paying jobs in North America, mm. which features a lot of different types of doctors and management jobs. Oh, so, of course, yeah. I mean, no Nash. surprise there, right? Who's yeah. making the money, right? But only one job has below average stress and good work-life balance. All of the rest of the jobs that have big six-figure salaries have above average stress and a bad work-life balance, or both. Yeah. Um, can we guess? Yeah, you so can So this guess. is a good-paying job, but low stress. Good-paying job, but low stress. And I'll tell you something. Yeah. Uh, because it's so high-paying, it is in the medical field. Oh, it's going to say program director of Now Radio. It is not. The, <laughs> yeah, right? The lowest of stress. <laughs> And I'm guessing a surprising amount of pay. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Have you seen his car? Yeah. <laughs> it is, in fact, um, in the medical field. So if you work in the medical field, can you kind of figure out who has the lowest amount of stress but makes a whole bucket ton of money? Uh, like a syringe cleaner. Syringe is how not much you think they're clearing? <laughs> yeah, it is not a syringe cleaner because I'd imagine you're sitting in the back. Well, maybe I guess you're not cleaning syringes, you it's a one time use, yeah. Um, cleaning. oh, yeah, that is one sketchy ass hospital. What is reusing hot water? <laughs> um, no, cleaning instruments like in the hospital, okay. It is not cleaning because you're probably just in the background, yeah. No, it is not that. Oh, okay. I only ever met one. But he was the chillest bro I've ever seen in a hospital. It was the anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologists make really good money. They're up at the top. They're really calm. However, yeah. though, they're stressed out to the max. Why? Because they can kill, right? They have the power yeah, of Yeah, they got death. the power to kill. Oh, I didn't um, that. So, no, it is not. They are not. They don't have a good balance of stress and money. Uh, what about the people that do x-rays? Oh, yes. Right? Really, what else are they doing besides lay here, don't move? Okay, right. What's the worst? Stop moving. You need to stop moving. Right. It's like doof, doof, uh, doof. X-ray technician, not number one. The reason being, they don't have those high salaries like some other jobs. And they're around oh. the. They have to wear the lead. And all they've got to wear the lead they can all the time. Get cancer at any second. Oh, yeah, they've. Got, I mean, they've got their stress isn't as high, but there, it doesn't quite balance out in the study. X-ray. So medical profession. Yeah. High salary, low stress. Who's running the uh, the CT scans? Is that like a special tech or is that just a regular doctor? Who's putting you in that? Well, according team? to Mars, it's like the janitor rolls in uh, and pushes <laughs> some buttons. It's like, I don't know. That's how mine went. <laughs> I never got the results of that either. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wasn't an actual... <laughs> I don't... I have no idea what went down. So someone, someone took a, a hole in a garbage can. <laughs> oh, no. Slide in here. Uh, uh, it is not CT scanners or medical imagers. Is it an assistant of any sort? It's not an assistant. What else is going on? Okay, in the I'll give you. Okay, I'll yeah, give you guys another hand. Down, yeah. Medical, and it is a certain type of doctor. Uh, oh. A butt doctor. Uh, no, butt doctors have high level stress. Well, I your, guess you don't know if anything's going to blast. You don't know in your what's face. going on up there. Yeah. And people die from butt stuff. Yeah, big time. Mm. Big no time. one though is getting doctors. No, no, no. no, no you get sick. Got, you're breaking bad news <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, butt cancer. You don't die from your feet. A podiatrist. Not quite a podiatrist, but you're getting close. Close. Who does the ankles? <laughs> You're slowly making your way <laughs> A calf doctor. Yeah, no. Um, I'm going to say a back doctor. No, it's not a back doctor either. It is, in fact, an orthodontist. Oh. Oh. Your mouth doesn't. Are they doctors? 
Well, you, yeah, they have the, they have to become the, doctors. I was at the dentist know. the other day. I love it, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm oh, you saying, but I don't respect them. No, no, no. She listens to the show. She's a big fan of the show. I, I've never referred to her as doctor, though, because aren't you supposed to refer to all doctors as doctor? Yeah, yeah the dentist. I, re- I refer, to my, re- refer to my dentist as a doctor. Really? Dentists are doctors. Do you say doctor, though? Excuse me, doctor. Yeah. No. I, I don't know his last name. I don't know his first name. I'm going to look at my uh, dentist plaque on the wall. Does it say doctor? I'll bet you it does. I don't think so. Well, orthodontists apparently make really good freaking money and they have zero stress. Maybe I should check into this. Yeah. (laughs) And the reason being is because they don't usually have to handle medical emergencies. They can be very flexible with their hours. It is possible for an orthodontist to make really good money, but still have a low stress balanced life. So they say that if you're young and if you're thinking about uh, ways to make a lot of money and have very little stress and a lot of time, become an orthodontist. Well, she did seem pretty chill my dentist she uh we dentist and orthodontist are different wow I mean, i'm sure she's an orthodontist too because orthodontists don't they do like braces and like oh yeah, yeah she does all that too. yeah she does all that okay too. yeah she's highly qualified she's got all the plaques on the wall yeah it's just none of them say doctor in front weird we just talk about vacations <laughs> <laughs> see low stress <laughs> on holidays I never realized that. I grew up being uh, terrified of the dentist. I recently started going again. Yeah. And they've been really nice to me. And, and you they, love it. Well, I love it. It's a big bunch. They're very nice down there, though. And it is. It's a very calm atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, it's very chill in there. Because they're all getting paid. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm sure they're, they're getting, getting paid. paid. Yeah. Oh, I know why they're so happy. And they can make their own hours, too. So there you go. If you're looking for a career that's going to make you a ton of money and have very little stress, orthodontist. Huh is the way to go. All right, this next story here is about anybody, I guess, who has a little bit too much to drink. Off to Wyoming we go, where a woman uh, got a little drunk and officers had to respond to a disturbance where a woman went to a man's apartment building and demanded to be let inside. She got in through the front doors by people coming home Mm -hmm. and then ended up banging on his door to his apartment. Now, he opened it up And this woman named Alexis Burns pushed her way in. Now, here's the thing, though. She was unknown to the tenant. Duh. He said, who are you? What's wrong? And she said, quote, sit the F down. What? Before he picked her up and pushed her outside. He locked the door, called police and said, listen, there's a woman here who's going nuts, wearing a black T-shirt, no coat and jeans and she's pounding on all of the doors of this apartment building. Now, she walked down the stairway, and the man said that he was able then to hear her screaming and yelling outside in the street. So he went on his balcony to have a look. And then it got really weird. The police showed up. Mm-hmm. And when they did, she was screaming and yelling and wrestling with something. <gasps> oh, no. Do you want to guess what she was screaming, yelling, and wrestling with? Because it made news? I'm going to say she was wrestling with... It's probably not the uh, the obvious. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going blow-up doll. Okay. Oh, like she brought her own? I think so. She blew it up. Oh, like had it in her and got she had it. Yeah, it was... Oh, yeah, she's like, well, no one's going to let me in. <laughs> and then screamed oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then started to it. wrestle it on, yeah. the, on, the, on the lawn. Yeah. Okay. Is she currently... Uh, under arrest. Did she, she is, get did she get charged for what she was doing? Yes, she did. She is oh. under arrest. So she was wrestling something. I think you get arrested if you're 
really manhandling a blowout like doll in public. Yeah, yeah well, and so. she got her way into that apartment building was yeah, banging she on broke everybody's too, doors. Yeah. yeah, and it was something. Yeah, not someone. It was she was wrestling with something. I'm gonna go with a, like a federal crime, like a, like a mailbox. Okay. No. Oh. Like so she, she was kicked it over. I'm like really seen attacking some, it. I've seen some mailboxes. Really need a. <laughs> really. <laughs> taking a pig down or two. Yeah. Okay. Um, Crash is the closest. <gasps> yes. Apparently, she went outside of the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Next to the apartment building is mm-hmm. a storefront that yep. also has a small lawn called Magic City Stoves. Oh. Now, Magic City Stoves had a giant blow-up snowman on oh. their front lawn. Oh, no. And she started to punch it, yep. to kick it. Yep. She jumped on it, mm. and as it flung itself back up... <laughs> Apparently it hit her in the face and she started to wrestle. <laughs> oh no, not today! <laughs> you keep coming back! <laughs> you wanna go? Let's go! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> she didn't really think that one through. When officers arrived, she was still wrestling with the blow-up snowman who kept, like Crash said, coming back for more every time she pushed it over. It'd be like one of those inflatable uh, like punching bags that teeter on the ground. You punch it and it pops right back up. Yeah. Uh, police say that their speech was slurred and loud. Her eyes were bloodshot and glassy. Her balance was poor. They put her in the back of the police car, and at that time she pointed at the blow-up snow person and asked, who is that? <laughs> still looking at me? Yeah, she is still pretty mad. That snowman has a weapon. Can't you see? It's carrying a mallet that says burr. Yeah, the officer said that's an inflatable snowman and a Christmas decorations to which she said, oh, okay. And then that was the end. That's how easy she gave it up? Yeah, that's how easy she gave it up. All right, I'll believe you this time. They took her off to the police station to sober up. (laughs) There's a a picture of Alexis who's got the eyes of a snowman wrestler. Yes, she does. does Also, the snowman she attacked, who is carrying a sign like Crash that says Burr. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty obvious. But I mean, snowmen don't get cold. Well, that's how cold it is there. That's why you need to go into this uh, fireplace place oh. and buy. And buy. That's good. Because yeah. it's so cold, the, f- the snowmen are cold. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Also, um, police said that she th- they thought maybe she fought it in her state because the face of the th- snowman is threatening. It is a little menacing. Because it's yeah. It's baring its teeth it's and it's got its crazy eyes, yeah. kind of like hers. Well, here's the good news. Is she thought they're on the same page. Yeah, she's going she's gonna to be okay. <laughs> so she just had to sober up and figure out her life a little she bit. She kind of looks like someone we know, too. You know her very well. Another ex-staff? No, she does stuff for you. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> maybe a little, maybe a little yeah, yeah, yeah. bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. All right, authorities in Singapore say that they caught a man smuggling something in his pants as he tried to cross into Singapore from Malaysia. Now, the Immigration and Checkpoints Authority said that they heard, I'll give you guys this, a strange sound coming from a suspicious bulge in the man's pants. Oh, no. Do you want to guess what he was smuggling? I got him into trouble. Strange sound. I'm going to guess a uh, uh, gerbil. A gerbil? Yeah, he had a gerbil yeah, in, his in his pants. gerbils in his pants? Okay, yeah. all right. Gingy, you want to throw in a guess there, buddy? Right. It's his favorite gerbil. He was coming out of Singapore or heading in? Uh, he tried to cross into Singapore from Malaysia. Oh. No one would watch his gerbil. 
and he had a weird sound coming from his pants. The crash, crash. makes a compelling case. <laughs> I'm gonna guess uh, people love moving turtles. Oh. They do. But do yeah. turtles make a sound? Oh, turtles are very loud. Are okay. they? Oh, yeah. I've never heard a loud turtle. Oh, you haven't met you haven't met the kind of turtles I've been hanging out with. <laughs> All right. Shut it was, up, turtle. It was not a gerbil. What, Haley, you're going bird? It was not a turtle. Yeah. Haley's going bird. Yeah. It was not a bird. Hmm. Was it an animal, at least, if we're making a sound? Because you're being pretty coy about this. I just It's just a sound. Just a sound. Oh, okay. I'll tell you this, though. Uh, he could face a maximum fine of $10,000 and up to a year in jail. Okay. Um, and it was in the crotch of his pants. Crotch of his pants. It's got to fit in that area. It's making sounds. And clearly it's not a gerbil, a turtle, a or, or a bird. bird. Try this. Uh, maybe it was uh, people like to use their backside as like a cavity mm. to haul things. Yeah. And maybe he had some sort of uh, ivory recorder, like a flute. <laughs> so every, the every time he walks yeah. and air is moving, it's like... Whew. Playing hot cross buns so as he's farting. <laughs> was this is <laughs> he was not farting into an ivory flute. <laughs> well then, I'm stumped, Marcy. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that would fit in that uh, area that can make a sound. You were close with the animals. Oh, uh, it, a snake. It, no, it was not a snake. Again, it was making loud sounds. Oh, oh, like a baby. What's a loud animal? A lion. A cub. A uh, lion cub. A yeah. kitten. It was, in fact. Kitten. It was a kitten. <laughs> it was more than one kitten. Why would you put a bunch of kittens in your pants? As a matter of fact, this man had four kittens that oh. he was trying to take from uh, Malaysia into Singapore. That's that poor guy. Uh, his bits must have well, been just destroyed. You've got a kitten, Ginge. Yeah, they have like, sharp would claws. You I wouldn't put him down my pants. Yeah, would you put her Poppy in your pants? No, no, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> You get kittens anywhere. Why are you smuggling kittens? Because he said that they were his babies and that they were super cute. Oh. He's well, in big trouble, though. He's true about He is right about that. Kittens are pretty cute. But you can't put them in your pants. Did he have no one to watch them? Uh, he had nobody to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, of course, did take the kittens. Um, the Aww. Singaporean authorities seem to try to have a little fun with this. This yeah. is their quote. Did they put them in their pants, too? Uh, they did not put the kittens <laughs> in their pants. pictures. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, no, they put the kittens in a box. Yeah. And the kittens, of course, were put in quarantine to make sure that they could cross borders. Yeah. Uh, but here's what they said. They said, quote, trying to get past formidable officers. Oh. Impossible. Oh, okay. No one found the Singapore jokes funny. <laughs> did he get his kittens back? No. He did <gasps> not. They took the kittens? Yeah, they took them. Well, they have to put them in quarantine for a number of days. No, but he can't like go back and get the kittens and take them back home? I'm not sure. Well, he might go to jail. Singapore's got some they're pretty strict about smuggling into their country. Well, that's your, oh my god, look at the kittens. Did you see his pants? Oh, look at that bulge. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst smuggling job. Yeah. It's like, imagine you had on some joggers, some jogging pants, and you just like uh, pulled down the front and just shoved some kittens in there. That's how he tried to get away with it. Yes, he did. Um, these kittens aren't small. I pictured... No, they're bigger kittens, I pictured too. like borderline, like newborn. No. These are like you adopt them at a pet store. Yeah, they're like three, four months old. Yeah, yeah. Like they're big kittens. You find, them at a, you find them at a rescue. These are big kittens. Yeah. Like this is the size of Chloe when we first got her. I know. The kittens, of course are going to be um, they're going to be treated for any parasites they're being examined by a vet and uh, if this guy goes to jail uh, then the kittens will be up for adoption I'm putting a picture on our uh, snap and insta crash Mars all one word you got to see this guy's bulge yeah <laughs> uh, kittens are okay how's his crotch um, I'm not 100% sure <laughs> are these kittens even related 
I they I don't know. They could be. Why? Because you think they're all different colors? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the white one looks like it's from a different cat. Yeah. Right? That one doesn't match. These are two... Those two look like brother and, and sister. Then there's and like a Himalayan there. The yeah, that one looks litter. Himalayan. And then the orange one could be related to the gray ones too. You think? Yeah. Doesn't have the same face. My Mr. Picks, his brothers were gray. Huh. That's he was weird. a big orange tabby, so yeah. there you go. All right, off to the Dominican Republic we go, where this isn't a story about enjoying your vacation or the uh, sand and the sun. Uh, this is actually the story about a man uh, who did something very wrong. When he tried to make his fart smell better. Oh, no. How do you make a fart smell better? Like uh, internally or like a spray? The name of the man has not been released, but a team of medics had to put a man into emergency su- surgery after he put a can of Glade air freshener no. up his butt. No, he didn't. No, in no. In order to, quote, make his fart smell better. <laughs> <laughs> what is this story? And you said a can of it? A whole can. Like not even like the little Glade plug-in? No, like glass it's like, insert? like, you know, like the Glade, the spray. Yeah. S- oh, yeah. Your yeah. bathroom can? The man's wife claimed that she put the Glade product up her husband's bomb. She did this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At his request, apparently they were having a wild night of passionate lovemaking, but the man had a little bit of gas. Mm-hmm. And in order to make his fart smell just that much better, he also said that he would most likely enjoy the uh, Glade can going up there. It was a win-win for both parties. No. Better smelling farts and pleasure. Like how, why would you ever think that would help your beehole? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. They're obviously loaded, right? I can't tell you. Crash. I don't know why people do what they do. Like, would you, would you, if I had problems, would you ever, like, throw it up there? No. I'd be, like, just shaking my butt. I would never, ever do that for you. Oh, what do you think of that smell? Hmm? Now, granted, if you could air freshen the room. Oh, how about that? I fart flowers, guys. Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. This one's got, like, that ball in there that I gotta shake, too. (laughs) You're shaking your up there, I gotta shake that. (laughs) Damn, I shouldn't have the broccoli and cabbage this evening. But it doesn't matter. I smell like flowers, hon. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second, babe. That's not a can of Glade up your butt. Oh, yes, it is. If you're shaking it like that, that's actually spray paint. You're doing graffiti on the floor. Oh. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm like a Picasso here. <laughs> You're like Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put this one up for auction. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> There's no way you can fit a can like that up your beehole, though. Yeah, apparently uh, <laughs> apparently he did it. Now, they, uh, the couple did say that one of the reasons, Crash, why uh, they were able to get it up there okay is because they've done it before, but with, oh, other, excuse me? Um, with other objects, in, oh, okay. including uh, vegetables and aubergines, which is also Jeez. eggplants. Oh, um, both her and him have done it, they said. Oh, okay. They like that and they thought this would work. And then They thought that it would change the smell of the farts. We uh, Remember when, I think it was before the uh, new year, we had a uh, doctor on with us, a nurse. We and did. she said, if you're going to do this kind of play, if you're going to have fun like this, yeah. always make sure there is a string yeah. that you can pull it out with. Right. A little PSA there. <laughs> this text here says, oh my God, I can't wait for the next now garage sale. Oh, geez. For Crash's artwork. 
It'll <laughs> go for big bucks, guys. Oh, bring boy. your wallets. Yeah, that'll bring be really your wallets. Good. It's a cash only deal. There you go. So, <laughs> so don't don't do it. Um, he had to go through a two hour surgery. He is going to be a okay, but. They, uh, doctors also say that putting a can of spray glade up your butt is not going to make your farts smell better. I'm surprised uh, he needed surgery for that. Like you think if uh, it sounds like they, they play around a lot in that area. Yeah. You think it, a doctor think, could just throw in some gloves and go. I think because it got whoop. I think it got away from him. Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's what's going on there. All right, off to Ohio we go, where a man who's a birthday short of being an octogarian, so he's seventy nine years old. Oh, okay. He called Cleveland police. Why? The reason being is because he was robbed, and uh, the reason why he called the police saying that he was robbed is because he was robbed by quote two prostitutes who didn't give him his money's worth. Oh, no. <laughs> the 79-year-old dude complained? 79-year-old, yeah. yeah. Uh, William Batts is his name, and he called police saying that he got robbed out of 500 bucks by two women that he'd met through friends. Now, police say that the man knew the, quote, heavyset woman known as Keisha. But he said the other woman he did not know. Now, he said that he met the ladies, and they made a deal over what was going to go down. You can't admit this. Yeah, I know. I, this is where it's going. Does he detail what he wanted? Uh, he doesn't detail what he wanted, but he did want Keisha and the other woman to help him change from 79 to 80 years old. All right. I guess. Yeah, I got you. Now, he says that the women fled the premises right before he called police after taking all of the money from his wallet, but not giving him the services that he requested. After canvassing the area and speaking with 79-year-old William Batts a little more, officers concluded no crime had been committed against William. Okay. Oh. Because he paid the prostitutes for their service. Yeah. However, prostitution is illegal, and therefore William Batts was the one committing the crime. (sighs) You dirtbag. He said, uh, the police said that uh, he was not robbed. What do you do? So he got charged. Oh, yeah, he got charged. Yeah. What do you do if your prostitute steals from you? Let's say she does what you would pay her to do. Too bad. Uh, so you that, invited in the devil. That's on the up and up. Yeah, but then she takes your TV. Well, Can you call? No. You can't. Here's the thing, though, is that they agreed on 500 bucks. Yeah. They agreed on the price. Just he wasn't satisfied with the uh, service. According to the police report, the females did perform the services. However, William Batts was not satisfied with the services and wanted to report the incident as a robbery. Mm -hmm. Police also say that Mr. Batts might have had a problem with the... And therefore, he feels that the services weren't done properly. However, the police feel that his age might also have to do with the fact that... That he's got a problem with that. That he's got a problem with that. Yeah. So the pros did the best they could. The pros did the best they could. They did their part. They're like... Yeah. Come on! Yeah. Come on! <laughs> Wait! Ah. You got some paddles here? Yeah! Get! Oh, yeah. Um, and when it uh, when he did not wake up, mm-hmm. he felt that he was robbed. Yeah. So William Batts had to go down to the police station. You know what's even worse is his granddaughter picked him up. Oh no! Imagine if you had to pick up a grandparent at the cop shop because they're doing that. If I had to pick up my grandpa at the cop shop because he was downtown soliciting prostitutes. Yeah. Good God. Like take an Uber. 
<laughs> take, take an Uber and don't tell anyone. Take an Uber. Well, he took all of his cash. Are you surprised, though? Are you getting a prostitute for the first time at 79? No. William is a... Uh, oh, I think he's a frequent I one. think he's a frequent user. He's of crossed that, that side of the street before. I think so, yes, yeah. I think he has indeed. He's dabbled. All right, for those of you who are on social media, on new, th- here's another reason why you might want to get off. A new study is out that shows that social media might having have a surprisingly native... Pardon me. Negative mm-hmm. impact on your financial well-being. Now, what does that mean? According to Forbes magazine, multiple studies have been published that shows that you will make an impulsive purchase after seeing a product on social media. So all that advertising yep. is working. Well, and it's targeted too, right? Because all the ads will switch to something that you're interested in. Whether your phone hears it, it's something you were searching, Right. Yeah, you're right. And then all the ads uh, keep showing up in your feed. And then all of a sudden you're like one one time after you see the ad five times, you click it. You click it. Yeah. Gotcha. 57% of people say that they have made some sort of an impulsive purchase all because they saw an ad, not just while browsing the internet, mm-hmm. but specifically on their social media. Ladies, we're the worst. Mm-hmm. Because we see ads for cosmetics or uh, beauty devices. Oh, that'll get you. And we buy them. Yeah. Men, what are you guys buying? Um, This is very bizarre. I'm going to say small electronics. No, novelty. What do you mean novelty? Like little joke items? Like if you see like a Nicolas Cage pillow, <laughs> you guys will buy it. I have thought about buying some weird stuff like that. There it is. And I have- <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah, yeah. I have thought about you. Uh, I have thought about buying you uh, some uh, like random ninety day fiance stuff. Oh my god, I'd love it. Please buy it. I want ninety day. F- yeah, but if you Cut see it on it, the bay, like if you see the like bias. yeah, so like ladies will buy um, makeup. Uh, face products and beauty like devices. Yeah. Whereas men are more likely to buy novelty items such as like a Nicolas Cage pillow mm. or like a t-shirt of Mark Ruffalo's head photoshopped on a llama. Mm. That's what you guys are going to buy. I have been uh, tempted and I have purchased a few uh, damn stupid kitchen items that will make my life easier. Remember that garlic thing? piece of junk. Oh yeah, did you see that on Facebook or Insta? That was on Insta. It was on Insta? It was on Insta. Really? It was on Insta and I and my phone must have heard me talking about garlic cuz we love garlic and I sure. chop up a lot of garlic and it must have heard me talking about it cuz this showed up in my feed and then like the fifth time I clicked it and I'm like, oh, "It says it's the world's best." And then I ordered it and that thing was the biggest piece of junk. It broke ever. within like two uses, it, didn't it? It broke on the first use. Yeah. And it pinched my hand and gave me a big blood blister. Holy oh, cow. I hated that thing. The one thing that both men and women are more uh, are likely to buy after seeing ads on either Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. uh, is pet products. Mm. So a lot of times you see some of those oh, really yeah. fancy pet products. You're I, a sucker for that. You know what? I am a sucker for that. Last night, I think I was on Instagram. And all of a sudden, I noticed that the ads were more interesting than the Instagram itself. <gasps> and I came across a number of different. I came across a, a cat feeder. Yeah. Which was a great idea. So I watched the video. I'm like, oh man, I want that. And as soon as you watch the video, I know. Then it like it links you into the ad world of you're liking this item. I know. Uh, and the second one, and I I think I'm gonna buy it today, mm. is a self heating cat bed. 
Who and needs I, that? My cat. For what? She's cold. No, she's not. <laughs> she sleeps on anything and everything. If there's a remote control, she's sleeping on it. Bag of chips, <laughs> she's sleeping on it. She doesn't need a luxurious heated cat bed. <laughs> I don't know. The cats in those ads look really of course. cute and comfortable. It's a self-heating cat bed where I think the cat gets on it and then it... And it like reflects it their reflects heat. The, yeah, makes it hotter. I, the, uh, guys, I think it's like a hundred and twenty dollars. <gasps> no. So I basically then end this study. Let's put. How about just put tin foil in a bag? That'll reflect the heat, and the cat'll lay on it. Put tin foil under a blanket. That'll reflect the heat. I don't think it will. I don't think it'll heat up the way. I have a that big roll of does. thermal uh, wrap in the shed at the family cabin. I'll cut you a slice. And that'll do the same thing. I bet you that's all that's in that uh, packet. That I package. think it's like a magic bag. Like beans. Like yeah, you know, magic like those beans? those magic sands or whatever that you can put in the microwave and they warm up. Which pff, garbage. No, I think it's that's awesome. I'm going to go buy one of those, too. <laughs> Did anyone see this cat, Matt? I'll bet you they have. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you they have. So mm-hmm. they, Forbes magazine says, in order to financially save yourself from impulse buys such as those, uh, is, of course, just to stay off of social media. This one, I just bought a crappy pair of glasses from Instagram because I saw it five times. I wonder if the... I've done that. I wonder if five times is the amount that you need to see an ad before you buy it, Right. Because I'm just thinking on the uh, on the garlic uh, chopper thing that I bought. I think it was around five times. Mm-hmm. I saw it finally five times, and the fifth time, I'm like, "Well, what is what is this? What is why is like everyone like talking about this? Talking about and it." And I clicked it, and then I ended up buying the stupid thing. Uh, this one here says, "Oh my God, Mars pet stuff! I want that treat thrower with the camera, so you can see your pet when you're not home." <laughs> I've seen that. Ad. I've seen that millions and of times. Guess what? I've thought about it. When the problem is uh, when Mars is looking at all this stuff, she'll talk about it. And then my phone is listening, so, so all my ads flip to that too. Yeah, I'm like oh, come on. And other people are saying PV Mart. They have the heated bed. Hmm. Was there a PV Mart? Uh, there's a couple PVs. There's a couple PVs yeah. around. There's a new PV in uh, Sherwood Park. What's this one? It says last night I saw an, an organic scan that turned food into fertilizer. What's an organic scan? I'm gonna guess that's about autocorrect. Okay. Probably an organic, uh, I don't know, like a composter kind of thing. Oh, it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted it so bad. (laughs) 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 Uh, We we waste so much money buying all that crap, right? Yeah, we do indeed. We do indeed. This next story here, for anybody who has ever been stabbed with a pencil, do you still have the mark? Uh... I had one for quite some time. I've been stabbed by so many pencils, and the, like, if the lead breaks off, yeah, you just let it float around. Yeah, are kids still stabbing with pencils? That was a big part it, of elementary school. It was a huge yeah. part of elementary school. Uh, well, this was kicked off um, by uh, a writer in California who took to Twitter and took a picture of their graphite pencil wound and this guy's in his 30s now oh and he still has the uh, dot he he still has that like bluish gray dot of where he was stabbed by a pencil always had one like uh, between your thumb and your index finger that soft spot there right there that was a good stabbing spot I don't know why uh, you know what it was? I know why. Because you go like this. You stab your pencil between all between your fingers. Between your fingers. And it would always catch game. the flap there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, he sent out a tweet with the picture of his pencil stab from when he was a kid. And uh, asked people, do you still have that graphite mark if you were stabbed as a pencil? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, almost 85,000 people started sharing their stories. And taking pictures and, and taking showing pictures, their, yeah. their lead. Uh, so here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. 
If you've got a story that you want to share with us, uh, whether it is a pencil stab, do you still have that bluish, grayish graphite stab wound? Yeah, get the wet out. Um, or do you have an injury that you received as a kid and you're, you either A, still have the scar, or B, you think something's still in your body? I swear to God, I have a rock in my left arm. Oh, yeah, I felt it. I felt your lump. Yeah. Your lovely lady lump. Because I wiped out on my bike really bad. Like, I wiped out bad. Yeah. I was uh, pedaling and I had, um, I did the horrible move of having a plastic bag around my oh, yeah. handlebar because I was going over to someone's place to play, play with the slip and slide. She was 22. And when Mars was biking too, she had those with the comically large front wheel and that tiny little back wheel. <laughs> so it was a long fall down. Not right. a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I fell off my bike and I got really bad, like road rash. Yeah. It was horrible. I think you do have a rock and in there. I can still feel it. It's in my left arm. Sometimes I want to cut it out. I want to cut it out too. I think I, it would just pop out like a zip. I think it's a stone. Yeah, that was a thing growing up. I, one of my best friends growing up had rocks in his knee, a couple oh, yeah. rocks. Yeah. Did the doctors just, did doctors decide to leave them in or did they not notice the rocks in there? Or did I the kid have, never? Did you never go to the doctor? Well, probably, um, I never went to the doctor. Probably just, doctors to the doctor. probably just cleaned it out enough, and they're like, "Yeah, good enough." Put a bandaid on it. Can rocks just stay in you forever? I guess? I'm pretty sure I got one in my arm. They and probably, I'm with if you took a scalpel to that, I wonder what yeah, it bet, is. And I bet you it's Let's been in it. you so long, it's probably just rounded perfectly, right? That'd be cool. Oh, like a uh, one that's lived in the stream. Yeah. Or like it's yeah. been in a rock tumbler. Like your blood's just worn it down. Yeah. Oh, I need to see this rock. I know. I need to, <laughs> I need to see yeah. it too. So that's what I want to know from you guys. Do you have a childhood injury? Um, maybe you were stabbed by a pencil. Do you still have the graphite mark? Mm-hmm. Are you like me? Do you think you have a rock in your body? Or do you have a childhood injury where you're like, yep, oh yeah, I can still really see that. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Chatting about um, your childhood injuries and maybe you still have the mark or the scar if you're just joining us this morning. Um, We're talking about this because of a writer in California who's in his 30s posted a picture on Twitter of his old pencil stabbing mark Mm -hmm. that he still has. It's that blue-gray kind of like point where it shows where the pencil went in the skin. I think everyone uh, like years ago probably was stabbed at one point with a pencil, right? You're poked, whether you poked yourself. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes your pencil would just get lodged in like your binder and you move your arm and it goes stab and you're like, oh, son of a... Uh, Adam in Millwood says, hey guys, I had a pencil thrown at me during Spanish class in high school Mm. by a Courtney. Oh, a Courtney. Ended up hitting me directly in the nose and I still have the mark. No bueno. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, you're in Spanish class and Courtney whips a pencil at you and it stabs you in the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. No good. Uh, I got uh, uh, Franny hanging on here. Good morning, Franny. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, good. good. Uh, Do you have a uh, childhood injury that's still with you? I do, actually. So when I was about 11, my little brother at that time was nine, and I used to tease him a lot. And so he stabbed me with a pencil. And to this day, I'm 55. He always points out in the summer when I'm wearing shorts, oh, look, there's that spot where I stabbed you. <sighs> and uh, he, yeah, he, I, I always told him that I, the reason that I tease him so much because his my, our older sister spoiled him so much yeah. that he would have turned into a huge wimp if I didn't. But <laughs> really? That to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but you still have that chunk of lead stuck in you. Yeah, but I, I don't really notice it. But he he his wife always says, seriously, Frank, you're going to bring that up again. You're like, yeah, damn right. Yeah. Damn right. He's like, there it is. That's where I stabbed her. You'd be like, check yeah. your phone, too. I just sent you a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, thanks, Franny. Exactly. <laughs> 
Have a great day. You too. too. Bye-bye. Um, Bye-bye. This text here says, when my mom was a kid, she cut her ankle on a metal bucket mm. and a little piece of that bucket embedded in her. When she was in her 20s, she found a little lump on her upper arm that would move around when she touched it. Mm-hmm. She went to the doctor. They cut out the, the lump and found a little piece of metal from when she was a kid. Oh, wow. It traveled from her ankle, yeah. where the cut originally happened, up to her arm over the course of 15 years. That is crazy that, that is things crazy. can move uh, move through your body. But meanwhile, all these lead pieces are staying in one spot. Your rock is staying in the one spot. Why isn't that moved? I don't know why that rock hasn't moved. I swear to God, it's a rock. It's it feels like a deep, pebble. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's too deep. Uh, Kaylee's on uh, six here. Good morning, Kaylee. Oh, hey there. Hey. Hi. All right, Sorry. so uh, you still have something in your body from a childhood, right? Yes. So it was a long time ago, actually. Like it was, uh, it would have been in grade school. Yeah. And my friend, it was actually a pencil. My friend chucked a pencil at me. Because I asked for one, obviously she didn't just throw a pencil at me for no reason. <laughs> but it hit me in the head, and a piece of lead broke off and was stuck in my head. But I didn't actually know. Mm. So oh. Weeks later, I would like wash my hair or I'd put it in a ponytail and I'd run my hand. There was this bump on my head that I did not know what it was. And finally, I asked my mom, "Can you look at this thing? Because it's hard and it's stiff and it should not be there." And she pulled out this piece of lead like the size of my thumbnail that had just been in there for weeks. No oh. way. Yeah, so obviously it got taken out. It's not yeah. there anymore. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like little, it's like it, there's a little bump, like it's scabbed over or something. I don't know if it's gray, but there's still like a little bump there where there was a piece of lead like stuck in my head. And did it leave that like blue kind of like gray a little discoloration? Mark I'm not entirely sure because I can't see it, but yeah, if so I ask somebody cares? else, like it might be there. Yeah, yeah. you might have a little discoloration, huh, but at least you crazy. got it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was in there for weeks and I had no clue what it was. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, thanks, Kaylee. Yeah, no problem. Okay, bye bye. Lots of people are saying that they've got those scars from people hucking pencils at them. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one here. Um, where's Jesse? How you doing, Jesse? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, so uh, you you had a childhood injury, and it's still with you to this day. Yeah, well, teenage injury. I was yeah. in uh, grade ten, high school, and I was getting a ride home from the football game with a friend's boyfriend who I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. We went, just pulled out of the parking lot, and I was trying to be cool, and I was like, hey, give me a cigarette. I want a cigarette, and, you know, being all cool. Yeah. And uh, I didn't put on my seatbelt right away, and, like, a, two blocks from the parking lot, um, someone turned out in front of us, <gasps> and we, we T-boned them, and I hit the windshield. Oh, oh my no. God. Yeah, I was super, super lucky. I mean, it, I, I'm alive today, so... Yeah. Um, but my head had hit the windshield and shattered the windshield. Aye, aye, aye. And, uh, and so they, it was my forehead that hit it and I went, went to the hospital obviously and the doctor scrubbed out all of the, all of the glass out of my forehead. Yeah. But he mentioned, you know, FYI, there's, you know, I, I can't get it all. I, I can't see everything. And unless I cut your, your head open, which is going to leave a bigger scar, right. there might be shards of glass left. Oh, jeez! I said, "Well, no, I don't. Don't. I don't want to. I don't want a bigger scar. This is bad enough. Like, just leave it. Whatever. If it's yeah. not going to kill me, just leave it." And so, I probably the doctor said probably, and I can feel bumps in there, but I'm pretty sure I still have glass in my forehead. What? I believe it. You yeah. still have shards of glass floating around in there. Yeah. How many years would this have been now? Um, well, I was about 15, so about 16 years ago. 16 wow. years ago, and you still could yeah. feel like yeah. bumps of a little bit of uh, glass in your forehead. 
yeah, yeah. And I mean, I probably could go get them taken out, but again, it, it would create a, a larger scar, and it doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt, nothing like that. So, oh, exactly. Yeah, it's not gonna kill me. I'll just leave it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's like Mars's uh, arm rock. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, no, you just leave it. I don't know what's there unless I kind of mess around with it or poke yeah. around at it. So I just leave oh, it. Oh, that's crazy. Well, I'm yeah, glad exactly, you're okay yeah. after the accident. That's no crazy. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, never ever do I drive out of a parking lot without having my seatbelt on. No, no, right? no. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thanks for sharing that, Jesse. Have a good day, you guys. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Glass in the forehead. Yeah, I guess uh, my middle finger on my left hand, the stitches from uh, being slammed in a car door as a kid, yeah. the whole top of the finger was cut off, and then they put it on ice, rushed me to the hospital, stitched it back on. Please. To this day, it is. it has minimal feeling, and as soon as it gets uh, like cold, as soon as the weather changes, the stitch line... Oh, it's excruciating. Yeah, pain. like Crash is like his own um, like barometer. barometer. Yeah, like you should be a weather news guy because as soon as the yeah, tip look of out, your, Mike Sobel. As soon as the tip of your middle finger starts, to that's all. I, that's how I do weather. <laughs> I give the middle finger. I'm like, guys, Hold it up to the sky. Today it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pain in the stitch line. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, let's take uh, Douglas. Hey, Douglas. How you doing? Good. Hi. Good. All right. So uh, this didn't happen to you. You saw this on uh, someone else. Yeah, I used to work at this courier company, and one of the truck drivers, yeah. this big, scary dude, like he was 300 pounds, and he had this blue circle on his forehead. Mm. And if you've ever looked at somebody who's got, like, obviously a fake eye or something, you have trouble staring at him in the face because you don't know what to look at. Kind of, of course, yeah, yeah for you, sure, yeah. And I was I was always too scared to ask him what it was. I was even too scared to ask somebody in the company because they might find out. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intimidating a fella. Scary dude, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it turned out he got into a fight in a bar in a pool queue, went just under his cheekbone or his eye bone, and left some pool chalk under the skin in his forehead. What? Wow! Holy crap! Yeah, that was a weird one. But, uh, and this is probably him nice. as a uh, like a burly teen, early twenties kind of thing. Well, we didn't talk very much. Oh, I guess yeah. No one really wanted a question. You him. don't want to know. But the he pool was only eighteen, and he was like this, like oh, three hundred pounds, and he was yeah, you know, big beard and everything. So you'd think that the pool chalk would work its way out eventually, eh? I don't know. It just sat under his skin. Yes, he said he'd been there for like ten years, and uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, do you swear around your kids? Now, many parents are careful about what they say around their kids, but research is now suggesting that casual swearing is totally all right. Hmm. We were not a swearing household. You weren't, hey? Nope. Nope. I don't recall my mom ever dropping an F-bomb once. Although my dad would be swearing in the garage because tools would be flying out of there and thrown in the bush. There was some swearing there, yeah. But my my mom never swore. They and Not we, once, huh? And, uh, yeah. Me and my brother could not swear at all. Well, new research found that while verbal abuse can obviously be harmful, that's not what they're talking about here. Mm. Casual swearing around kids doesn't have any impact on their well-being or emotional development. Mm. So in other words, dropping the S word here and there. Yeah. Maybe no say, bigs. Ah, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ginger, you swearing around your kids? Yeah, you guys, I would imagine you left. They're somewhat the impressionable right now, right? Yeah, the odd one slips. Yeah. You try you, not to, though. Yeah. Do you go like the sharp ones or subtle ones? Well, it's nice because we, we really try not to. So when we do, they know it's serious. Yeah. Are we talking Fs? Yeah. So by refraining from swearing a lot, yeah. when we do unload on them, it's sh- <laughs> <laughs> they know they done messed up. Right, right. Are you doing the S? Well, sometimes you'll, yeah. C? No. <laughs> Fs? Yeah. 
Oh, the F's, yeah. yeah. The F's, the F's, F's sort of the F's. Yeah. Have yeah. any of your children sworn at you yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah, that's, and that's why you can't. It's hilarious, isn't it, It's though? funny, but you can't have, because you don't want them doing that at school. Yeah, Because yeah. the then you look like the terrible like parent. trash parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so if what uh, swears have your have fl- flung out of the mouths of babes? F's and S's. F's and S's. F's and S's. And mm. you tell them that they can't use F's Yeah, and S's? we go over it. And it's funny, too, because they'll tell on each other. Yeah. So we make them come like, what did you say? Because we want to hear them say it. Oh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> <very funny>. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, it's 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 funny when it's your own kids, but it's super trashy when it's other people's kids. <laughs> I know, so it's I, crazy, right? Isn't yeah, that yeah, funny? Yeah. 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 So I got to be very aware that my kids cannot do this around other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is. It's adorable when it's your own, but when you see someone else, you're like, how the hell are they raising those When my nephews do it, if they bust it out, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's fun. But if you see like just random people, I'm like, oh. trash. Yes, yeah. some, some kid at the mall says it. Yeah, like, I'm like, wow. Raise your kids. You immediately judge the parent. <laughs> yeah, it's, but yet when your own says it, Your own it, right, family, yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, they say that the use of fleeting expletives doesn't have any impact on a child's well-being on their socialization, uh, socialization either. They say that there is a distinction um, between good words and bad words and that if you can teach your kids, hey, listen, Sometimes bad words fly out of your mouths, but here's where you cannot use them. So at school, mm-hmm. at church, out in public, etc. Then it's just A-OK. How about this one? Uh, on the app, I encourage my kids to try to swear once in a while. It's a satisfying relief sometimes. Oh, okay. If you yeah. just let them out and be like, okay, this is a safe zone. This is the only time that you can say F or S. Get yeah. it out. And then the kids use it. And when they use it in the right context, it's even sharper. It's, it's even yeah. more hilarious. Oh, it's way hilarious. Yeah. Uh, they also say that parents should not be concerned about school-age children as young as kindergarten picking up swear words. Because if they don't hear it from you, they're going to hear it from someone at school. Oh, yeah. Well, remember, like, running in the backfield of the school, a couple kids together, and then you, you like, say the F-bomb. Yeah. The F-word, and everyone's like, <gasps> Right? It's exciting. Oh, it's crazy. 90%, 90% of kindergarten and grade one teachers say that at least one child in the class will teach other children swear words if they don't know them already. Damn so right. Trash kid I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So if you are uh, if you are swearing around your kids, don't worry about it. It's not going to ruin their lives mm-hmm. until they start breaking the rules of using profanity in public. Did you find, because you said you grew up in a no-swear house, yeah. that you and your brother swore less than other kids? Uh, I think so, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really swear. I didn't do much swearing. We used to ride our bikes like yeah. when we were in grade two and three, yeah. and we would yell the F word as loud as we could while we were speeding on our bikes. What is wrong with you? I, I, it just felt so freeing. Like wolves howling in the forest. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Just children yeah. swearing. Yeah, we would just yell the F word and like all of the bad words, and we would laugh and laugh and laugh, or we would get together in like a field at an elementary school. And just all these kids on bikes swearing. Yeah, and we would sit in a circle and just say as many swear words as we could because it was mm-hmm. so liberating. <laughs> I don't, and it was because I grew up, I wasn't allowed to swear either. Yeah. It was one so of those, you like, just release. like, you would get your mouth smacked kind yeah. of thing, Was right? it a do as I say, not as I do? Like, would your parents swear, but you weren't allowed to, or there was um, just no swearing in the house? No, my parents would swear. They yeah. didn't necessarily, they'll swear at us, per se. Just in general. But just in general. But if yeah. we did, it was like, yeah, your mouth got smacked, right? And that's mm. what your study's saying. Like, don't swear at your kids, obviously, but you can use... Don't verbally abuse yeah, them. Yeah, but you can <laughs> use the language on that. You hit your thumb with a hammer. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're okay, right? Yeah. Stub your toe on the bed. That's a that's a sharp F. You need to say it to feel better. Uh, this text here says, good morning, guys. I'm busy getting ready for work, making lunches. My son came to me and says, hey, mom, 
Crash Mars are, are talking about swearing at your kids, you should text in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's <laughs> going on there. That's from Melanie. Calling on Mama. Yeah, that's from Melanie. And Melanie. Jackson, who encouraged yeah. her text. Melanie, what's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to well, call and vent or what? You know what? Sometimes. Test our jump button? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, I guess you just got to say it. Uh, this one here says I've got a great story. It involves Christmas Eve service. Um, cell phone 911 going off while in church. Mm. My one year old was with my husband, cursing like crazy. Mm. Oh yeah! In church? In church? So you're the family with the phone going off, and the one and the one year old swearing. swearing. You know what though? I know why that one year old was swearing. Acoustics in a church are out of this world. Mm. So if you can let an f bomb fly, yeah, from your you know little child Mm. mouth that will echo through a church. Fantastic. I love doing it in our oh, elevator. Oh. It's got yeah, good acoustics. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. Um, people are saying your parents would just be swearing at the help. Oh, yeah. No, they weren't swearing at the help. <laughs> Where's my <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> no. Another one here says, I started swearing in grade seven, but never around my mom. No. Yeah. No. My mom would slap my mouth. Yeah, I would have been in big trouble, too. Mm-hmm. But Even as an adult, it's weird to like I. Sw- I, I didn't swear around Christmas. my mom as an adult either. But I'll drop the odd one around my mom. But it's and it's, it's sort of it's weird. It's exciting. It's a little naughty. Does oh. she give you a look? Yeah, she looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's she gonna do? I feel. I feel. I felt like trash when I if I did let one slip. Yeah. I felt like trash. I'm like oh, like you let her down. Yeah, I let you down. Yeah. Meanwhile, half the time, she didn't catch it. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah in the West End says, over the holidays, my niece and my nephew were staying at my house. One evening, my mom was talking to my nephew, and he was snitching on his little sister. He looked at my mom and said that his little sister, quote, threatened to rip my effing face off. (laughs) (laughs) It took everything we had to not burst out laughing. I would die. I'd have to leave the room. Oh, yeah. You got to turn away from that. Especially if you don't want them to see that there's a positive reinforcement to that word. Because if you laugh, Mm -hmm. that means it's good. That means it's good. I would have to leave the room. Ginger, have you ever laughed in your kid's face for swearing? (laughs) Yeah. And that's like Marcy said, you can't, you don't want to. No. But it's just so funny. (laughs) They're adorable little mouths saying these (laughs) horrific, foul things. These horrible (laughs) words. Yeah, it's just, uh, so there you go. If you are dropping a few swear words, Mm -hmm. don't worry about it. All right, for those of you who have ever had to uh, chop down a tree. Many times. I'm sure you probably don't want to be this guy. Because this guy would probably rather deal with a tree dropping branches on his roof than what happened when he tried to remove it. Uh, luckily, though, um, we've got uh, a story here. This guy's brother-in-law is chopping down a dead tree with a chainsaw because of the branches that keep falling on his house. Mm. The best part, though, uh, is when the guy's wife, who apparently is a lumberjack, wasn't consulted. Well, yeah, she totally should be consulted if she's a lumberjack. And if she's a lumberjack, why were there even branches above her house? Well, I think it, she's, a bad she's a bad lumberjack. Um, so the the guys cut down the tree, and it ended up landing directly on this guy's truck. Oh no! Was it a big uh, big tree trunk, big branch? Yeah, I think it was a big branch. Do some damage. If his wife was a lumberjack, they obviously should have consulted her. But also, why wasn't she just doing it? I think she was at work. Although maybe she's uh, the type of lady that doesn't want to take work home. Work stays at yeah, work. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Ginger, cutting down trees got, all day. Yeah, you don't I've want to cut some, trees down when you get home. I think I've got some audio here of the guys cutting down the chair. I'm just going to fire it over to Ginger because I don't know if it's oh, got okay. swears in it. 
Well, if, uh, yeah, if the tree hits the truck, there might be swears. Yeah, there might be swears. Uh, I got some backstory, though, from the guys who shot the video. They said that they were visiting relatives in Arkansas, mm-hmm. uh, which they do a couple times a year. And when they visit, uh, I guess their brother-in-law has some project to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one guy always keeps his phone out. Apparently, there was a pine tree that was soon to fall. Yeah. So his brother-in-law asked their mother-in-law if she wanted them to cut it down. And she said, no, it's on the neighbor's property. Let them deal with it because mm-hmm. I don't want the trouble, right? Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and then Yolanda is the wife and she is a lumberjack. And apparently that tree has been dropping dead limbs on their house for about a year. And Yolanda, the lumberjack, yeah. said, no, I don't want it to fall on the house. You guys are crazy. Just let it fall on its own on the neighbor's property, limb by limb. Oh. And I think that's when the guys got to the bottom of it, and they just... just It needs to come down. It needs to come down. Now, unfortunately, though, they did not move their vehicle. Did you see the pictures? No. I'll, why wouldn't I'll you get move, them up in the app for you Why right wouldn't now. you move your vehicle? Um, I, like, if you're cutting I things... Think, like, I've cut uh, numerous trees down at the family cabin. I move everything out of the way. I'll park the vehicles yeah, on the I road because I even if the tree will never even come in contact with our driveway, I don't care. I don't. I don't want a chance of anything. Yeah, here's chances um, are I'll chop it. It'll hit a power line. It'll yank the power pole down. Then the power pole will hit my vehicle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So there's. A, I just put a picture up in the app for you guys to have a look at. Oh. Yeah, look at the damage. Oh, of that. the box on that truck. Oh, the cab is crushed too. The whole thing's crushed. But look at crash where what? he's standing. Like if you're. If what do you mean cutting, where he's standing? Okay, if you're cutting from that direction, yeah. does it not make sense then that the dead tree is going to fall on the truck? Well, yeah, because he's uh, he's on the side where he's cutting the wedge. Like, he's trying to cut a wedge in the tree. Oh, okay. But the problem is, um, yeah, the, the way the tree is leaning, it looks like it's leaning towards the truck. So obviously it's going to fall that he way. He just wasn't paying attention then. Well, just, why, are you, why is your truck parked that close? It's 10 feet from the tree. It's 10 feet. <laughs> Shanna on the northwest side says, because they're smirt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were they filming the tree coming oh, down yeah, too? Oh, yeah, they were filming it. Yeah, yeah. they definitely is were. It, uh, it's all good? Yeah, Ginger's got some audio there for you. Play it off your computer or mine? Sure, we'll do it over here. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Fire up. So here's the guys cutting down the tree. Got this tree right next to the house right here. Yeah. Been dropping limbs on top of the house. And so Terry said, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm going to cut boys. this thing down. So let's see what happens. That's exactly what I envisioned they sounded yeah. like. I better get far enough away. Move your truck! <laughs> you get into the safety zone He's walking here. away, leaving the truck. Don't leave the truck! Somebody's got to survive this, so we have the story to tell. Oh, no. You can tell it's going to hit the truck. Yeah. He's leaning. <laughs> got his beer, though. Terry! 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 <laughs> It's coming! It's coming! Oh! Oh! <laughs> These two are hilarious! This is great! Oh, Terry! Terry! Well, move the freaking truck! You can tell where it's gonna hit. Terry! Grab your beer! <laughs> That's the last of the beer, Terry! That's Don't it, Terry! Don't let it ruin the beer! Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that truck is crushed. Yeah, that truck is completely, completely crushed. Uh, and the tree, there's a video up there too if you want to see. It. The tree explodes because it's so dead when it hits the truck. This yeah. is a dry it old tree. It goes off like a bomb. Yeah. yeah I that love video that he thought brilliant. enough to back away, but not to move the truck. <laughs> yeah. Like it, 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 <laughs> Oh, who's this? Um, Adrian and Connie downtown says, hey, guys, we cut our tree about 10 years ago. Uh, we hit the arbor in front of our house, and it broke smack in the middle, and it caved in. Yeah. Thank God the neighbors are masonry guys, or else it would have cost us a fortune. Oh, they were able to come fix it. We had to call in a tree guy to come and cut down the rest of the tree, haul it away, and then have the arbor fixed. Lesson, don't cut down an old birch tree yourself. Spend the couple hundred bucks, or it will cost you double, you dummies. <laughs> That's from Adrian and Connie. Yeah, the guys that yeah. come cut trees, they're pros. They actually like climb the tree, yeah, and then they chop the top off, and then they work their way down. It's crazy. Trees are tricky too. I've uh, taken down a couple, yeah, and always been surprised. Like yourself? To, yeah, wow. and always been surprised at which way it was falling. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it doesn't matter what side you cut it on. <laughs> I know well, people like put their wedges in and they rope it up and stuff. Yeah, do your wedge and have someone like uh, it's all roped and you're pulling on it. Yeah. I've had a problem with uh, the tree falling in the wrong direction. It's just a little nerve-wracking because I, I do envision I'm like one time it's not going to go in the right way. Yeah. And then uh, that, it's going to hit the that house. That tree that you guys took down last year out in uh, the deer. Yeah. Did you do that? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you hired, you oh. hired arborists to do it? Yeah. yeah. And I'd never take a tree down in like a residential area. I'm talking like forest for firewood. Oh, like it doesn't oh, really, it doesn't really, really matter, matter which way it goes. But yeah. I'm always still surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I really thought it was going to head east. <laughs> the worst is when you cut a tree, you're like, all right, here yeah. we go. You cut it and it's like... Timber, and then it sits against it another stops. tree. You're like, oh, come on! Now you gotta take that you tree down. Sure, he would have fell and broke all the branches. Yeah, and then another tree yeah. comes down. <laughs> Can we hear these good old boys one more time? Oh yeah, yeah. Their, yeah. Uh, Give this part here. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, you got it, Ninja. Yeah. Got this tree right next to the house right here. Been dropping limbs on top of the house, <laughs> and so Terry said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> I'm going to cut this thing down. You hit Let's that see what beer hard. I better get far enough away. <laughs> but not move the truck. Let me get into the Why would you zone leave here. the truck? Because uh, somebody's got to survive this. But we have the story to tell. Oh, you're going to have a story, buddy. Terry! 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 <laughs> Terry! It's coming! It's coming! <laughs> Terry's just standing there. Terry's like, what? Jade's oh, on his head. Oh, What's dirty? just happened. Oh. Where's my beer at? <laughs> Gonna need another sixer on this one. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Ugh. That's so good. Well, the video's up on the app if you want to have a look at it, um, as is the uh, picture of the truck that the tree fell on. Mm. What a night. That truck's destroyed. People are saying the video sounds staged. When you no. watch it, it's, it's not. It's not. Why the H would you crush your vehicle? And the thing is, is it's not like that truck is like ready for the scrapyard. No. It's a nice truck. This is their regular truck. There are, yeah, it's there's a, stuff in the back of the truck. It's a functioning truck. And this, down it goes. Yeah, I, I know it sounds staged, but... But it's not. These is, guys are just... This is just the way it is. They don't know what's up. So, yeah. If you're going to cut down any trees, move your trucks. <laughs> All right? Sound good? All right. A new study is out among Canadians who are using cannabis. And it turns out that that stereotype of getting the munchies after using cannabis 
is completely true. I, why is this? <laughs> why, how much money was spent on this study? Listen, this is the lead story on CTV. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> A recent survey of Canadian cannabis users revealed that most Canadians enjoy getting a bite to eat after using marijuana. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, they do indeed. Uh, The medical and recreational cannabis company conducted a survey of 1,500 Canadians and found that 28% of respondents most enjoyed eating after using cannabis. What do you think number two is? Uh, I'm going to say drinking. Like drinking alcohol or drinking water? uh, Just drinking uh, like water. Drinking water? Liquids other than alcohol. Okay. Um, Number two. Mm Mm-hmm. Jen, do you want to throw in a guess? They love eating. Canadians love eating. And what do you think number two is? Oh, catching some Z's. Catching some sleeping. Z's. Yeah. It is not sleeping. And oh, by the way, a good one. crash drinking comes with eating, so you're going to have to come up with something more creative. Oh, does it? Okay. Um, gaming. It is not gaming. Oh, that's that's the move, though. Just grabbing right? a movie on the couch. Damn right. Yeah. It is not gaming. Mm-hmm. So get, get a movie? A uh, little video on demand? Having a time? movie is actually number three. Oh. Watching TV or watching a movie come in number three. Number so two? after you consume cannabis, yep. number one, eating. Yeah. And with that, of course, you're going to drink some water as well. Um, number two, what do you think it is? I don't think you guys are going to guess it. Showering. Showering? No. It is there is not, something good about showering after that. It is not showering. Really? It's not just like like heading outside and... Checking out the clouds. Uh, <laughs> tripping balls. Actually, outside. that's number four. Is, is, <laughs> is heading outside to trip some balls. Uh, experiencing nature is number four. Yeah. Um, it's not eating. It's not drinking. It's not sleeping. It's not playing games. No. Nope. It's is it just surfing on your phone? It's not surfing on your phone. Is it uh, being in your bed but not sleeping? In, oh, oh, like banging it out? Hubba. Yeah. Number two, having sex. Yeah. Really? That's wow. number two. That's Get what it. people who are use, using cannabis like to do. Not for so, uh, Missionary Mars there. No. Well, Missionary Mars will just lay in bed, whoever comes by. You wouldn't even make it to bed. No, I, <laughs> You'd still be in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and cannabis have a funny relationship. Uh, it either makes me super paranoid mm. or it makes me comatose. It's, yeah. it's one or Which the other. Majority of the time, it's comatose and sleeping. So she'd yeah. be face down on the area rug in the living room. You can well, say face goodbye. down. Yeah. Mix, it, mix it up. Yeah, you can. That's right. The only time you'll see me yeah. face down. Yeah. Is when I'm higher than a kite. Sexy times. That's crazy. Sexy times, yes. Hmm. So number one, eating. Yeah. Number two, having sexy time. Number three, watching TV or movies. Uh, Number four, experiencing nature. So going out and looking at the clouds. Yeah. Number five, doing something artistic. So painting, pottery. And number four, people like doing when they've, uh, or number five rather for smoking the cannabis, is that people like to do some yoga. I can see that. You're pretty chill. You're probably a little more limber, right? You're able to really clear your mind. You need that balance, though, don't you, for some yoga? I think, yeah. You lose your balance? You lose your balance a lot when you're high, buddy? I'm just not... (laughs) (laughs) Look out! Yeah. The most focused fella. I think a lot of people can, like, focus. Oh, they get that hyper-focus. Yeah, they get yeah. hyper-focus, and I think they'd be really good at yoga. I think that's what makes me paranoid is the hyper-focusing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kind of trips me out a little bit. So, mm. if you are enjoying cannabis and you're doing those things, uh, that's what's going on. <laughs> Someone said they uh, they did that. 
They took part and then they jumped into sexy times, but they ended up uh, laughing. Well, and I feel like that would be the other thing. If I'm jumping into sexy times, I think that I would. Uh, I think that I would die laughing. I think I would just everything that everything that was said, everything that was done. Yeah, I would just absolutely die laughing. Someone changes position, you're howling. You're like, yeah. that's not how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna do back there. <laughs> I think it'd be more of like what people say or the sounds they make. Oh, like if they're trying to do sexy talk, yeah, too, like if, you'd be like, Pfft. like if he, if I, you know, just kind of participated in some cannabis mm-hmm. and you know, I'm with a partner who is also, you know, probably giddy. Yeah. And if he leans in my ear and says, like, vagina. I'm going to die laughing. Who says that? I what kind of sexy time talk have you had? I, <laughs> clinically <laughs> listing your body parts? <laughs> Testicle. Like, I'm going to die laughing, right? I'm going to die laughing. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm going to die. Okay. All right, we're going to talk about a conservative senator here in Canada. And she had a wild night last night. <sighs> tie one on? She didn't tie one on, but apparently her Twitter account got hacked. Mm. And uh, it's making news everywhere because the people who hacked it not only shared the conservative senator's personal information, including posting pictures of her driver's license, but then they also started using racial slurs in her tweets. Aye, aye, aye. And there was absolutely nothing she could do about it. Oh, because they changed the password? Yep. Oh, no. That sucks. Now, the group of hackers that um, uh, apparently are claiming that they've done this are known as, quote... The Spank Gang. What? I don't know about that. And they are claiming to, quote, run Twitter. They also say um, that even though there was no motive for the hack, they said that they, quote, don't appreciate corrupt politicians. And then included an emoji of the Palestinian flag. Jeez. And they're known as the Spank Spank Gang? Spank Gang. Um, Why can spank I, gang? Can we just pause on that for a second? Mm-hmm. When I think of spank gang... Mm. Well, I'm thinking something else. I'm thinking mm. a bunch of guys... Mm. If it was... Yeah. You know, they getting, some getting together. Rebranding. Doing yeah. some... Could be worse, I guess. They could have... Self-work. They, not they hacking. They could have threw thrown bank in there. <laughs> well... <laughs> like, I know. I, know, I, agree. I yeah, agree. You think you think hacking, but but away it's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. chopping, <laughs> chopping at the wood there. Remember uh, years ago, um, I think it was like eight o'clock at night, and we got a call from at the time engineer Shani. Shani, yeah, and he's like, "Um, guys, what you doing there?" I'm like, "What? Watching Oilers game or something?" And he's like, "Have you not looked at your social media?" I'm like, "No." Uh, someone was able to get into Twitter. our Crash Marshall uh, Facebook page. And There's Twitter. a Facebook page. Oh, was it Twitter it too? It was Twitter, yeah. And they just blasted it full of porn. Full. Oh, no. oh full it was porn. full uncensored was, porn. Yeah, Woo. because I'm like, Shani said we our social media was hacked. Mm. And I opened it up and I was like, oh, dear sweet Jesus. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was full of things that people should not see. And the comments like, hey, this one's for you. And it's like the most raunchiest shots. Yeah. Action shots. I'm like, oh, man. And like there was Twitter pictures that were, were um, 
it wasn't just like of a of a nice looking lady and a man staring lovingly at each other. Yeah, it was like a butt. Oh, mm. that butt's open. I, oh. <laughs> well, we get it. Just, just a one eye staring yeah, at you. It was like Aye. it was like listen to the Crash and Mars show, and I was like, oh my god, who did this? How did horrible. you uh, did you get it back? Well, thankfully uh, the password wasn't changed, so I'm guessing it's some bot. That oh. did something. Yeah, yeah they didn't change passwords. Or in we there caught it right away. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we, we took it over right away. Obviously, I left everything up to be Clearly, like, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine this, guys? Crash had to analyze the right? material. Gotta leave it up for evidence. Yeah, he had to look at it for a good 20 the minutes before we yeah, yeah, down, yeah. But, but yeah, I forgot about that when Shani called. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of nerve wracking when someone's like, um, your social media has been hacked. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what's on there? What happened? Yeah, so they did, uh, I think, though, she did get her Twitter account back. Mm. How'd she get it back? Mm. If the password and everything's been oh, changed. No, she didn't get it back. Yeah. So because look her up. Once all that crap going. is changed, it's it's done. What do you do? Mm. Sure, Twitter shut it down for you. Right? If you if contacted you're... Twitter. Well, they posted a picture of her driver's license. Yeah, yeah it's on the app there, yeah. And one of the tweets, uh, I guess, with her driver's license said, Hi, Linda, can you drive us to the mall, please? When her, uh, she's got a verified account, too. Yeah. So I would imagine Twitter can shut that down. Our account, no, not verified. verified. It's yeah. going to be full of porn one day. Do you think they like uh, did some sneaky like hacker tricks, or do they just literally just try different passwords they thought Linda might use? It's probably just some program, some auto thing, and it's like. Oh, if her password's one two three four five. Oh, jeez. She deserves it. Well, she's old. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. It is. Memory's not there. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to tackle a good now family member's email. Uh, And I like doing these because it gives you a good insight as as to what's going on. Uh, This email here, uh, again, wants to stay anonymous and says the following. Hey, guys, I love listening to your morning show. And I thought it would take everything to email you this story. I was at the grocery store just the other day. And a man who looked to be in his 70s was was with his granddaughter in the cookie and cracker aisle. Mm. She looked to be about 10 or 11. And she put a number of boxes of cookies in the cart. I didn't quite see as many. But Grandpa said, the older guy, hey, we don't need that many. Put them back and just put one in the cart. The kid, who was about 10 or 11, started yelling at the man. Yelling at Grandpa? And refused to take the cookies out of the cart. He tried to take them out of the cart, but then she yanked them out of his hands and started screaming at him. Eventually, he decided that it wasn't worth the fight, so the cookies stayed in the cart, and as they walked away, she continued to call him names. Okay, so uh, maybe I missed it. Is he related to them, or he's just a random? No, this person's just watching. He, he witnessed. Oh, okay. He witnessed oh. a granddaughter own her granddad. Yeah, oh, okay. basically so, a granddaughter. But the granddad's the one that yanked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like He went to put the cookies back, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she yanked them out of his hands yeah. and threw them in the car. You pictured the bystander being like, that's too many cookies, little girl. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, this is terrible. No. no. <laughs> they go on to say, um, I this is really bothering me. Because I did not like to watch this 10 or 11-year-old say these things to this older gentleman. I did absolutely nothing. Well, what can you do? This is what they want to know. Yeah, you don't butt in. Should I have done something? Is it okay to tell a 10-year-old or an 11-year-old girl to shut up when she's (laughs) screaming at her grandpa? No. 
Oh. It's not, it's, uh, I know it's, it's not, not your business. business. Is it really affecting your life? No, clearly they got crap going on. They have their own things. Because you know what's going to happen is if you speak up, she's going to, one of them will lose their mind, phone will come out, and it'll look like you're attacking but them. But what if you just did like a typical, like no. just a, like a typical parent, like, hey, shh, shut what? Like, you're going to say this yeah, to like a stranger. I, yeah, like, <laughs> this young girl is berating her grandpa. Yeah. And I just walk by and I go, hey. No. Like, Caesar Milaner. I don't think Without touching her. Nah, not worth your time. There is something, if it was just like a mother and her daughter getting into it, yeah, whatever. It's because mm. it's grandpa. Yeah, right? there's something different about it. Would you it, speak up, though? Well, wow. this listener says it looked like it was a man in his 70s. Elder abuse. Right? It kind of is. Well, it is, but... Uh, <laughs> What can you do? <laughs> you lived a good life. I know where I know where you're coming from. It, no, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no. But it's ultimately it's going to end up probably in something way bigger than it should be. If the if the ten year old doesn't respect her grandpa, she's not going to care. Yeah, you're not going to change yeah. anything. But I get he clearly that's the way he's treated at home. That's the way he's treated all the time. Your your off the cuff comment is not going to do anything but cause an uproar in the grocery store. Would feel good to tell the kid off, though. It would feel really good. Oh, to it'd tell feel great. It to, yeah, like especially if the child was acting that way, it'd feel really good to tell her off. Were they? Do you say they were riding in the cart, or they were just putting stuff in the? No, cart? Uh, she was just walking. They oh. they were all just in the same aisle. Maybe you hit her with your cart accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight in those aisles. Tip a shelf over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, shopping stuff, <laughs> regular stuff. This person goes on to say, "I thought I would send you this email. Honestly, it is really bothering me that I didn't say or do anything." I just thought you might want to toss that one out to the now fam. Everyone have a great day. Love the show. Take care, guys. Has anyone spoken up in a situation like this? It is a gross feeling when you see something wrong going down and just, you know, watch it happen. Yeah. But again, I don't know if you can say anything. Right? I know. You just, you know, you just witness it and you're like, that is absolutely terrible. I don't want that kid laying into me either. <laughs> yeah. Well, right? Because <clears throat> what if she gets really sassy what? with you? How well, far then, are you going to push yeah, her? Yeah, and then you're going to start like ripping into this yeah. child? I don't know. I might push her all the way to the edge. <laughs> Tip the card over. Well, and that's <laughs> just it. Like, like, or maybe you don't have to like yell or maybe you could just say, hey, like you're being very rude. What is that going to do? Embarrass her. It's going to embarrass her. Yeah, and that child's going to drop an F-bomb. And you're going to be like, excuse me? I'm like, oh, you think you can swear, bitch? (laughs) And Grandpa's like, (laughs) Grandpa's like, please, she's just going to take this out on me at home. No, (laughs) walk away, lady. No, no, no. (laughs) Poor Gramps. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad situation. Oh, it's terrible. It is. All right, if you got something you want to contribute, maybe you did this. Like I said, this person who emailed wants to stay anonymous because they say that mm-hmm. you know it was a grocery store here in the city so but they they did not do anything they did nothing and it's bothering them they just thought we could toss it out there to you guys yeah have you said something you see this go down i i know exactly where you're coming from crash but the urge to tell her to shut her mouth yeah sorry I may be a terrible human being, but I'm putting my head in this. Sand I know. On this. Yeah, Crash. <laughs> Sorry, that's your own problem. <laughs> Crash would just leave. Next time. And you know what? In all honesty, I probably would too. Yeah. I know we're joking, but I probably would too. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Ooh, two for one chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. If you've got some thoughts, we'd love to hear them. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about an email that we received um, about a guy who witnessed, uh, he said it looked like a child to be about 10 or 11, um, disrespect and berate what looked like to be her grandfather, a man in his 70s, over purchasing things at a grocery store. Uh, and it really bothered this person who emailed us. They said that um, they, they did nothing. 
Mm-hmm. They said nothing, they did nothing, and it's bothering them that they didn't step in. Listen to this text here. It says, two years ago, guys, I watched a woman kick her small dog because the dog wasn't moving fast enough. Wow, jeez. Her 10 to 11-year-old son then followed suit and also kicked the dog after what? watching his mom. I stopped dead in my tracks. My husband just shook his head, grabbed my hand, and said, let's just walk away. It's not our business. To this day, I regret not doing or saying anything. Does that take it to the next level? Because well, you're actually, you're, a, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're I mean, actually hurting something. I'm going to tell you this right now. I see you kick your small dog. It's, my, it's my dog now. Oh, do not do that in front of Mars. It's my dog. Yeah. It's and, my dog. And I will walk. I will take your dog. She will shank you, too. I might shank you. No, I don't think I'll shake you. I think you'll shake. But I'll tell you something, because I'll be wearing my like my I got wicked boots. I'll take your dog. <laughs> you pull them out of your purse. You're like, oh man, I've been saving these for this day. I'm right. As it's winter, I see you kick your small dog. I will take your dog, and you will not catch me. That's. I've been working out. Oh, <laughs> I can run. I can run. <laughs> I can get. I you. will grab your dog, and I'm. It's my dog. It is my dog. What a if I see text. you kick your dog, uh, Trish is on six here. Good morning, Trish. Hi. Hey, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, so you've actually been in a situation where you've had to uh, uh, like go head-to-head yes. with strangers? Yeah, a couple of times. I really feel for that person who feels bad after having walked away because I think that's happened to all of us at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And now, what I know now helps in situations like that. Conditions have to be right, which sounds weird to say. What, like a perfect sunny day or clouds? No, no. Like with that situation, if it was just the three of them in the aisle, anything that person might have had to say is could end badly. But if other people are witness to a horrible behavior and you go to say something, correct something, like you can't be aggressive, yeah. other people will step in and defend as well. Absolutely. I I one time was standing in line at a superstore pharmacy and a woman two ahead of me and the lineup was long. She was freaking out because she was trying to fill out an out of town prescription and the pharmacist was explaining that her coverage wasn't going to cover it. And she was coughing and swearing at this woman and calling her stupid and I want your manager, but she wouldn't even shut up long enough for the woman to say anything. I don't know how she wasn't in tears. And I could feel my blood boiling and I stepped in and said, you're not helping your situation and you're being horrible. Oh, and I bet you she just shot you a look. Oh, yeah. But then other people said something, too. And my husband had an even worse one. No. We were on a flight and this woman sitting, he was behind me because we were late and we were all separated. Yeah. Um, This woman directly across from him was traveling with a toddler and a baby and the baby all by herself the baby was acting up the toddler was being a total dmc and crying and yelling and everything and people were getting irritated but what are you going to do like yeah well you put your headphones on and you just let it go mm-hmm. yeah, and then at one point at one point the kid bit her in the thigh hard enough to cause her to bleed and what? She started crying yeah and then some old fart two rows back from her yells out loud shut that kid up and oh, no. stood up and turned around and told him to shut the hell up yeah oh, at, on see, at that point things are escalating really quickly too that's crazy that you guys are getting yourself in all these uh, situations <laughs> Well, I'm not trying to. Yeah, they're just there. They're just when there. And there, when there's other people see it happen, like I said, it's easier to say something. Oh, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for that, Trish. 
Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. A Trish, a tr- an airplane is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, like, because I can be on a ton of And then you go with all these people. And, you know, kids don't like to fly. It's boring. They, they're they forced to stay in oh, yeah. one spot. Like, it sucks being a kid and being on an airplane. No one likes a crying kid, so no, prepare so, yourself for crying kids and laugh. Yeah, so put your headphones on. Bring and, earplugs. And shut up. <laughs> uh, where's Brandy at? Brandy's on uh, three. Hey, Brandy. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. good. All right, so with Very this good. email that we got, you've actually been in a similar situation here, right? I did, and I definitely yelled at the kid. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. okay. What happened um, here? Oh, okay, so we're at the park. I'm with my two young boys, and these couple kids, there's about four of them, and they're picking on this one little kid. Yeah. And there's parents around, but they're probably like 15, 20 feet away, not one of them saying anything, and I held it in for as long as I could. Yeah. Eventually, just snapped. I don't know if I was just having a bad day or what. Yeah. Pretty much, like, I, I can't stand bullying. I, I said some very inappropriate things I shouldn't have. Oh, okay. my goodness. Um, definitely went overboard saying some rude stuff, but also trying to prove a point about how words can hurt. Yeah. Uh, eventually, mom and I got into it, and the principal actually from the school came out. Oh, no. But uh, sided with me saying, you know, it, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. So I was going to say that about the grandpa thing. Like, I probably would have walked by and been like, you know, just made like some kind of rude comment in a way to say, like, it's obvious people are hearing you or I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're, I, you're, I still feel bad to this day about swearing at the kid. Too, yeah, your so. method is more of uh, like, it's <laughs> shocking. Some uh, like colorful language to get the point I mean, across. It, it, it goes, yeah, I mean, I didn't start off swearing at the kid. <laughs> but, I just, like, <laughs> but it just escalated it to that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I was just shaking, and then it was even more embarrassing when the principal came out because my kids would go to school there too. So oh, like, oh no! no. And there's now, mom lipping off mom on the field. There's a little kid. Brandy's <laughs> like, let me show you how words hurt. <laughs> <laughs> these ones are gonna cut deep. Yeah, these kids. ones cut deep. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my best thing, but I mean, I definitely cannot say anything. But yeah, yeah. there we go. Okay, yeah. thanks, Brandy. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Yeah. It would be great if she just came guns a-blazing. It's funny, though, because I'm just reading through the text. Like, Crash, you said that you wouldn't step you nah. wouldn't step in and, and you wouldn't get involved. And I said it would probably make my blood boil, but I've never been in that scenario, so I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, Mars, I agree with you with the dogs and the stranger. Yeah, I see you abusing an animal. I got a problem. However, intervening between two family members, for me, it's a no-no. I'm with Crash. Family knows their way. Let them be. Yeah. If you're abusing an animal, 100% I'm going to yeah. step in. But yeah, family... Um, yeah, it's... Well... It's 50-50. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking through yeah. the text and on the app. It's about 50-50. Uh, one more here. Let's go with... Uh, oh, Elaine from Castle Downs. Oh, How are you doing today? Elaine. Not too bad. Excellent. Better. All right, so uh, would you be uh, the one that speaks up or are you just kind of turn... Oh, really? Always. Yeah. I've done it before. Oh, I you have done it? Again. Okay, so what was the situation that uh, you saw go down? Driving down Jasper, around 109th Street, and there's this guy on the sidewalk to my uh, left, and he's got a little kid with him, like only two, maybe three at the most, mm-hmm. and he's holding a Slurpee in one hand and, I don't know, a bag of chips or something else in the other hand, and she steps her foot into the road, and there's, like, traffic moving, Uh-oh. and I yell out my window, hold her hand, you idiot! Yeah. <laughs> he looks over at me, mm-hmm. you know, and then he starts crossing the road with her, holding her hand. Yep. And then as he's in front of my car, I'm just giving him the stink eye. I took my sunglasses off so he could see the stink eye. And, and then he says, I know what I'm doing. And I yell out.
the window. No, you clearly don't. Because if you did, I wouldn't have to say, hold her hand, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and then he looks at me and he's holding his Slurpee and he's looking at me and, he's, and he makes motions like, you know, you want me to throw this Slurpee on your car? Yeah, I'm sitting in a rental. So I just shrug my shoulders. Yeah. You know, throw some it. dismissive, you know, move yeah, oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he throws it at me. What? I yell out the other window. See, this and now you don't about. have your Slurpee because you're an idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, Things escalate right. really quickly it did if, escalate if fast. you butt in. It did, yeah. yeah. It did. So but, but you know I what, I would have said something to her. Elaine's in a rental. Shouldn't care. Yeah, I guess if it's yeah. a rental, who right? cares? He's Toss like, whatever I would have gone up one side of that kid and down the other without swearing or anything because it's a minor, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but if, yeah, I would have said something. Everybody in the store would have been looking and standing there, clucking their tongues with yeah. the two fingers, shame, shame at her, you know. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. have made her cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.